0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Living By the Law, the podcast discussing fictional worlds and how wondrous and ridiculous they are. My name is Matt and I' am joined by my co-host Jude and Guy. This time, we have a special episode for you lawkeepers, as we have our first guest on the podcast. Today, we interview Samuel Kane, our American high school teacher and author of the new novel "The Pilgrim Soul. Get ready for a mix between books and bonkers, as we split the scene discussing The Pilgrim Soul and our favourite fictions. Enjoy! Living by the Law is not currently sponsored. If you wish to sponsor us, check out The Pilgrim Soul, a novel by Samuel Kane. Go to his page, samkanewriter.com and send him a love letter about the intangibility of the human soul. We will hear you. We always do. Oh, and buy The Pilgrim Soul while you're at it. You won't regret it. Heads up. This episode contains minor spoilers for The Pilgrim's Soul by Samuel Kane.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Well, we're not dead. So, that's nice. Yeah. I like to start off the podcast on a chipper moment, you know? Uh, that's an interesting way
0: to do a chitter moment. We are news. not dead. we're, I mean, we're alive. <laughs> I, I I I was in a car crash this week.
1: <laughs> Shit, that's that's I forgot you about were. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did roll my car this week, and but I am alive. Is the car? <laughs> and everyone everyone's okay. No one was. Is injured, the car okay, scratches. Matthew?
1: I don't care about you. Yeah, no, the car got written off. Ah! It's, it's real dead. I love that car.
0: You'd never met it. I know. I wish I had. <laughs> Fair enough. It was a beautiful Honda fit. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so,
1: we have a very special guest today, which we'd like to introduce. Matt, do you want to do the introduction as the face of the podcast? <laughs> I think he can introduce himself. For
2: official job. <laughs> I actually would rather Matt introduce me, if that's okay. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm kidding. Oh. No, no. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Sam Kane. I'm a fantasy author in New Orleans, Louisiana. Happy to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Awesome.
0: We are doing our first um, interview kind of. Please, guest God, on Sam, our
2: forgive us for these. What we're about <laughs> to do. Man, I'm ready. Let's mess it up together. Let's do it big. <laughs> oh, no. Uh,
0: so there is a reason
2: you're on here. Is there not? There is, yeah. Uh, I actually stumbled on y'all's podcast by accident almost. It was just scrolling through Facebook, and then I just found y'all's podcast completely by chance. I listened to a couple of episodes, uh, and then I was just like, I gotta be on here. I gotta talk to these guys. These guys are awesome. We gotta talk (laughs) Uh, about hard versus soft magic, like, right now. Yes! (laughs) Yes, <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> Jude
1: was literally talking to me last night, like I don't need to take notes. I'm just gonna be able to go for like straight hour <laughs> already. Yeah, uh, <sighs> we'll just we'll just go three I mean, hours talking about magic. Honestly,
0: <laughs> I mean, every time I prepare like a seven page script of, we literally, I think half of the podcast we record is nothing to do with anything we've rec- I've written down at all. Yeah, yeah, that's the best the kind of conversation. We...
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You just kind of ignore the script and. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to tell us? Oh, actually, this is yeah. Do you want to just tell us ahead. a little bit about the um, a book, just to give people a little bit of idea of who you are?
2: Sure, hmm. absolutely. Uh, so, it's a contemporary fantasy piece called The Pilgrim Soul. Basically, it's a uh, let's talk about it like a, a philosophical primer for magic nerds, right? It's this idea of how the human consciousness can continue past whenever, like, we all die. And it's just an exploration of that. And since I was a huge fantasy nerd, think of it like heaven for Tolkien nerds or heaven for Harry Potter nerds, but, like, Mm. with a little bit of philosophical bent. So super lighthearted material. Let's just talk about death. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Jump right into these
1: philosophical questions. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yeah, no, I was... Honestly, I'll be honest, I haven't read a lot of it, but I've read, like, the first few chapters. Mm and um sorry it's been like a busy it's been a busy couple weeks it's all good so, yes as you can see from my intro it's been
2: that was just the start of what's happened listen, listen i don't so. care if you roll your car i don't care if you're like <laughs> having to go back to school you gotta read my book what are you, you to get about? i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> I'm about to a, get there is in t- only one <laughs> imperative is That's the hey matt
1: be honest is the reason you rolled your car because you were reading the book Oh. yeah obviously it was too it was too good I was like oh, oh shit turn, the, turn the page
0: I went to
2: I meant to turn the page and I turned the car <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that seems really poetic I'm into it I'm down I like that yes <laughs> uh,
3: no
0: no but i from what I from what I have read I've, I've I've actually like really enjoy like the way you describe something that's trying like what experiences that's like undescribable like just in like a bit of a bit of a spoiler. I don't know. It was in the first chapter. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, um, the how the how the the I guess the main character d- dies. Um, just describing the feeling of being sucked into battle between hot and cold of your mind fighting your body as your life as life is being drained and cold winning over. That was hard. That was like
2: tough to read. Like, that was amazing. <laughs> So, it's one of those things, right, where you need to be completely honest about some things that all human beings must endure, right? And one of them is death. The cool thing about good stories, though, as we can all agree, is that it gives us comfort in those moments, right? Like, great pieces of mythology, history, fantasy, they're things that allow us to understand what it means to be human, what it means to love, to lose, and even to pass on, right? So... It's really nice, and there's lighthearted material in fantasy genre, but it's also a great place for hope, right? It's a place where the hero can win, where you can even triumph over death. So, yeah, the first chapter is a little dark, and it's a horrible sales pitch, right, where it's like, don't worry, (laughs) the main character dies first thing. You're going to love this book. Game of Thrones ain't got nothing on us. We're clearing out the main character. First chapter. First chapter. (laughs) But it's, it's, it was really fun, actually, to start that way, because it's like, usually there's all these traditional character arcs, and then the char- the main character wins or loses, right? But if you start off with death, like, it makes everybody who reads it like, okay, and then what the Fuck can happen next. Yeah. Right? Like, we can doing? only yeah. go up uh, from here. Right. <laughs> I
0: was like, I missed all. Did we miss all the story? Like, where right. like, you,
2: you, your editor sucks. I'm just going to tell you. Like, they put, like, <laughs> they put the it's
0: wrong the, chapter. The, it's right. like a Christopher Nolan movie. We're starting at the end and going yeah, back to yeah, the. Oh, man, those movies.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Inception's my favorite movie. I can't. I'll hold Yeah, on. I'm interested. There are a couple of, like, experiences that you describe in the book that are just, like, really interesting takes on things that you can't really have an experience of was that something you sat on for a long time or was it sort of just something that as you wrote it it just sort of made sense or
2: oh man you have well there are certain moments in life that you will never be able to truly transcribe right and so just another spoiler i guess is like the first chapter is the death of the main character and the next subsequent chapter is the birth of a main character Mm. right and so Mm. you actually can't take notes during either of those times right like Mm -hmm. if you could imagine being born and you could like remember the experience that would be the most traumatic thing you've ever felt (laughs) in your whole life are you kidding me your head gets squished into a conical position everything's bright you have no idea where you are that's just horrible but uh it, it's also something that we all have to endure. So I really did have to like sit and explore that idea of what it means mm. to really die, what it means to be born again, and mm. it was traumatic in its own right having to write it. But it was
0: worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there was there was a there's a bit where kind of the soul passes on, and I lo- like it kind of breached like, into realm of like it's the words hard to describe. It's more like poetry, more like a feeling when like, and I really enjoyed. The part where um, I, I was gonna write, I didn't write down. Um, there was a part where you described it was like the soul passing through the universe, like it was like a um, wind as it doesn't have a feel. The wind goes feels a rock as it goes around mm. and stuff like that. How's like just naturally flows through, and like that was that was really like an interesting way to be able to describe something that you can't describe because you can't sense, you can't see, you can't feel when you have no body in that sense, was really interesting.
2: Yeah, uh, I accept that you didn't write it down because you were in a car accident, but, like, that's your <laughs> one accident, <laughs> Right? You like, the me. one time you can do that. I was in the yeah.
0: motion as writing it, and the, <laughs> <laughs> as I was turning the page, yeah. Yeah. But,
2: okay. But
1: slipped, hit the accelerator, and just...
0: I'm basically a terrible driver, is what we're saying. Oh, we and know. Yeah, yeah.
1: We it's...
2: know now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have confirm, confirmed proof. Uh, Legit. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, But it's like these ideas that are so huge and tremendous in our lives that have like single word descriptors that is nuts. Like the word love, right? How on earth are you actually supposed to be able to describe the overwhelming, all-encompassing feeling of really falling in love with somebody, right? But the only word we got is love. And so how are you supposed to really encapsulate what it means for the soul to go to another place? Like you you can't really do anything but describe it as something else, right? Just make a comparison. Uh, as far as I know, like, I'm not... I haven't reincarnated as far as I know, so I'm just guessing here, you know,
1: but... Uh, I I know you guys can't see the camera, but Sam is absolutely sweating right here. I think he knows something we don't. I do. <laughs> yeah.
2: I do kind of look he like has, a Scandinavian a... Jesus. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, he
1: has he has memory of his times as a mongoose before he was reincarnated mm. into a man. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. I was course. a savage
2: mongoose, tell you
1: right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so good at killing stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. What do you know?
0: What do you, Sam knows stuff that we that we don't know and that's why this podcast is going to get taken down by the FBI. That
2: <laughs> that would be wild. That would actually sell more books than anything else. Like if the NSA like comes up to my house, I'm just going to live stream it and be like, "If you want to yeah, know the secret." <laughs> Literally Read the book! It's
1: all there! Read the book! It's all there! Oh my god. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Also, can I, I very much appreciate talking about undescribable experiences the fact that it goes from death to birth straight into being a toddler which is one of the funniest things I've ever read including the terminology of a mother as my giant landlord which just I cracked up at because that's funny Um, I hate my giant
2: (laughs) landlord my giant landlord can you imagine like we're all like adults and but like just being completely in like controlled by somebody with the consciousness Mm. of an adult person and your body doesn't really work all that well like can you imagine how infuriating that would be
1: it's like i need you for
2: food and shelter and i can't really function so you're just gonna be a little bit irritated to say the least yeah it
1: kind of i really hate to use the connection because it's a bit of a it's a bit dumb, but it's almost kind of like if... Um, I'm assuming most people have seen, to an extent, Summer Family Guy. How you've got Stewie <laughs> as the baby <laughs> who's, isn't... like, way older mentally than he should be and has, like, very, very, like, conscious thoughts um, that, you know, you would associate with a much older man and said he's a helpless baby. <laughs> for <all> the, for <laughs> all the I things cannot I describe how far off point that went. I so... I could yeah, not for, have predicted the next words out of your mouth. Yeah,
0: for all the things I think was, where are dude, going with this? I'm like, a reincarnation of the Doctor. I'm looking like a, like a Lord of the Rings kind of like, coming back from the thing. No, he goes the fucking family guy. I mean, like,
2: great pieces of media. <laughs> so you're thinking about this, like, transcendence of the stole and this whole <laughs> spiritual awakening. No, Stewie Griffin. That's what it was. Hell yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, so fucking Best. good. Oh my god. It's <laughs> brilliant. Now, honestly, the, oh, the, the
1: thing that made me think that, just the way you were describing before, like, if you could, you know, actually remember or recall your experience of being born, um, like, all the bright lights and stuff... Um, because I have a dis- I haven't I haven't watched I haven't seen the show for a long time, but I've really just stop trying to salvage it. Just stick with it. No, <laughs> one very no, dude, distinct stop. memory of an episode where Stewie can remember being born, and he's like terrified of the doctors in the hospital and the stuff because he's just like this newborn being held in these weird lab coat people's arms, and it's like,
2: yeah, Was just it? kind of popped into my brain. <laughs> wasn't he like also like a uh this might be too much so i apologize ahead of time y'all feel free to cut this but like now it's all good he was like a sperm but he was a spaceship right remember yeah, he had a little spaceship yeah. to go so like i should have just done that for my book but like yeah just... and then he was a sperm spaceship and oh god golly, I family done...
1: Guy's got some law god damn what is that
0: family guy
1: no, they they do like a parody of the Death Star run, but instead of it being X wings fighting them and trying to get to the Death Star, it's Stewie trying to be the first sperm to you know. Jesus Christ, yeah. oh this is what we it's, need it's... to be
2: talking about. We're talking about the real yeah. shit right now. <laughs> okay, uh, but... So what, what are we
1: saying about? We can only go up from here.
0: That's right. Yeah, That's I think true. we actually, we actually, we actually went down. I don't know how we did it, but we went the opposite direction. Like I like it here. Uh, I like it. Here. <laughs> okay. now, um so obviously there's a there's a we're talking about different things like family guy and stuff like that but um what actually like what what made you want like a write a book like what what inspired you in your world your fiction what made you want to
2: actually write sure uh so there's a couple of different reasons but i'll i'll start with one um it was actually a conversation between a, a friend of mine about whether or not we could actually create a scenario where consciousness exists past death right and so we're just sitting over it was a weird thing it came out of nowhere right where it was just like is there any way we could actually argue that the soul is a plausible thing and I was like Brian why are you talking to me like this and he's like just think it just hear me <laughs> out and I'm like, all right let's talk about it and so we just started thinking about um there could be a potential space where the thoughts that we create go somewhere else. They also they have a kind of weight, right? And so think about a tree in front of you, right? And you're looking at the tree and you create an image of that tree in your mind. Therefore, there are now two trees. And so where does that second tree go? Where does that conscious thought go? And that's where the idea of a second place that's designed and created through human thought uh, was started, right? Yeah. And so then it's like, well, how do I get there? How, how, why isn't everybody there? And it was this the next step about, you know, how I mean, this might be too much, but I believe that people have a drive to look for more, to create more, to create art, to create poetry, to say something beautiful, something that transcends just the basic human self. And through that transcendence, that's the creation of the soul, right? That's something that can be bigger than us. And if you can do that, if you can separate just your physical self uh, into something greater, then you can travel to the next plane, right? And so we have finally achieved my dream which is to go from family guy to en- enlightenment and nirvana and i've always <laughs> wanted to make this segue <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, the, it's the cleanest segue
0: we've ever had in our podcast i think like, i love it i, I mean probably, set yeah. we,
1: we've set the bar pretty low in terms of <laughs>
2: pretty <like> a <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it,
0: it's it, our goal to have the messiest
2: segue of all time i like it I, honestly i wanted to create a scenario that was a place for hope right because we don't know what happens next so why not create yeah. a scenario where something else is there? Like, why not give hope to something that we, we can't actually explain? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: I like the idea of the fact that the entity in your mind that you're thinking of is separate from the actual <laughs> thing. Because, like, I think about just... And also beyond that, like, the idea of, like, characters and stuff like that. Especially in text where you have, like, a different image of them and it's actually, like, a different thing. There's no concrete part. Like, your brain is making that. And it's kind of interesting to conceptualise like it's becoming a thing in a different plane. And if you have a strong enough imagination, because I'm going to give you some, my mind's eye real blurry. I go, <laughs> it's just fog up here. I cannot. All right. Like, I was being asked to describe, just as an example, my D&D character today. I don't know. <laughs> she's, she's blonde, whatever, cool. And it's just like, having that pure mental image is very, very cool. I don't know, just a fun... Kind of, kind of reminds me like, um, this is gonna be another random man? I'm cracking. At keep, weird keep going, dude. Oh Further down, down the park. Do it, man. <laughs> guys, guys are gonna like this one. But in um, show I think it's got source material as well called Dirk Gently. Yeah. Um, Dirk Gently's invest uh, detective agency. Dirk Gently's holistic <laughs> detective agency. Yeah. In yeah. the second season of that, because it's all about people that have got like powers to an extent. To put it super simply there's someone that has literally the ability to create like a whole nother world in their mind and just from their imagination they create an entire like fantasy world where characters get thrown into and it's like what the hell why is there weird elves and stuff and it's yeah. That's awesome. Mm. What is that? Yeah yeah, it's no, it's called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. All right, Netflix show. It's it. a pretty fucking weird show. <laughs> <It's pretty laughs> weird. It gets very weird. It's pretty really um, fucking weird. Yeah, Well, it's I'm obviously so into weird stuff. You know. Well, <laughs> yeah yeah. 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 one of the one of the parts of, one of the parts of that that's interesting is he can create stuff from his mind, but it's much more imag- It's much more like when he's in a dream state, he can do it. It's like one person as well, and creating this world essentially puts him into a catatonic state. Oh, so. Yeah. Strength of mind is another thing which is touched on there, yeah. Yeah. But once yeah. he's in that dream state, he essentially just seals off that world and just disappears, which is mm. another way to do it. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: brilliant. I like that yeah. a lot. Mm. And so it's just. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I hear the children <laughs> in the background. Yeah. They're. Sorry about that, guys. They're having a, no, bit of a moment. No,
1: you're all good. No, you're all good. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's all right. Can't help that you're can help your family, man. I am Can't indeed. Help. Got two lovely little ones under the age of three. So tears oh, happen oh. sometimes, right? Um, They're going to be okay. It's yeah, close though. to their bedtime, you know. <laughs> uh, Had yeah. some pizza. Life is good. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so did we
1: want to, Matt, if you wanted to move us like into the first segment that you're taking on?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, we've just basically we been kind of we've doing it. Doing it we've nuts, been doing it. Have you been doing it. Uh, I've only got. I've yeah. just got a couple. I've got a couple of questions, and I think we, we've kind of really, kind of mostly uh, gone over it. We'll, make, we'll we'll save like the magic side of the world for Jude's part. Okay, sure. Um, but so like, so if you were, I know you've kind of you've kind of went over. It, but if you would give like some people a simple explanation of how does your world work in the simplest way possible. Um, how would you, like, how would you describe someone's like? So, what's, what is your fantasy world? What well, would you, can, how would you we say? We could use this as a
1: segue into the magic part of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm also have, yeah. have oh, got some sure. more. I've got a couple of questions,
2: <laughs> but like right. it'll segue, it'll segue tomorrow, I it. Keep it all natural, right. keep it flowing. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great. I'm having a great time. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm just enjoying my sleep <laughs> I am. Uh, so it's a world called Dara that is completely created from any unique thought. Of the human condition since human beings have had consciousness it goes there and whenever you go to that place it is a world literally created by the human imagination so if you have this ability you can actually manipulate and change things according to their natural state which is a sort of a soft magic system called changing it can't be something that is not within the laws of the thing so for example a tree right you can't just think and the tree turns into a robot. That's not how it works. But you can cause it to grow exponentially or, you know, burst flowers or use the roots as like a sort of weaponized system to like attack things because of the growth element. And so Simon goes under a mentor by the name of Thales. He's an ancient Greek philosopher and he teaches them these ways of changing. And You know, there's a little bit of metaphor there about, like, the human consciousness and growing and all that stuff if you want to get dry and academic and boring. But it's also just a lot of fun (laughs) to think about how I can make things turn into weapons, turn into machines, turn into um, even, like, pseudo-companions, which is really cool. And so that's the world that I built.
1: How can I I weaponize the natural world? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that,
2: um, that's the whole book. Is there, is there, like, a
1: good amount of, like, bender-type stuff in there? Because I'm imagining sort of, like, water turning into tsunamis. That's yeah. what came into my
2: mind in terms of influencing natural state. So... Yes and no. Uh, The people who can do things like that are actually quite a bit older. And Mm. so, for example, in order to get water to, quote, bend, you'd actually have to manipulate the water and manipulate the air around it. So that's two parts of Mm. the world that you have to kind of infuse and sort of bind together to create, uh, like, the water bending, right? Same with fire or earth, you know? And so you have to have a very strong understanding of, like, the natural working of things and then... Use your consciousness to manifest the movement. So the answer okay. is like a soft yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: So basically, everyone has to be the avatar to be able to do it. Well, I'm more yeah. thinking
1: it's like a. Uh, I'm going to go to D and D schools of magic because that's where I sit comfortably. <laughs> but wizards in D and D are entirely scholar based, like years of study and training, compared to, for example, uh, a druid, which is just like connection to nature. I mean, there is a touch of that as well. Sure. Oh no. It's a druid. It's. A I was going to say sorcerer is the one you want to avoid. Sorcerer yeah, is the sorcerer, one you yeah. want to avoid because yeah. they can just sort of do stuff. Whereas, right. like, the wizard and the thought process that goes into that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so... And age and, like, time spent doing it is more
2: indicative of how Practice. strong or good they are at it. Absolutely. And so Simon, yeah. right, he, he doesn't really fully understand it at first. So he gets in these, like, crazy situations where he, like, lights his pants on fire on accident. Or he, like, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Like break stuff, and he doesn't mean to. So there's a, a control side of it as well, where you have to be able to uh, understand the natural order of things and also control your thinking around it. And it was really fun to sort of explore that idea. Um, it would be like a druid wizard hybrid, I guess. Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember I was. Um, I know this is kind of kind of like a side a side thing, but. How, how 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 it kind of works the how the world works sorry we'll come back to I'll we'll come back to magic so how the world works kind of on itself like um describing um really reminded me of a book called um Ober Newton have you have you heard of Ober Newton I have it uh, it's, it's it's a seven book long series it's basically about like a post apocalyptics, but everyone has like mind like people have like mutant mind powers awesome um because of mostly because of radiation afterwards <laughs> um
2: Less awesome.
0: Yeah, mostly because yeah, exactly. But um, there's a there's a thing that they describe like there's different levels of consciousness in it, and there's like the like there's a, there's above our consciousness there's dream the dreamscape and like the world above it and like and there's real on the dreamscape and below it which is basically and on the dreamscape is basically all existence or people all people's dreams and thoughts are on the dreamscape and then below it is kind of like. The the very bottom is the consciousness of all beings, and it's called, like, they call it the mind stream. And it's like all minds come from the mind stream when you're born, and you return to the mind stream when you die. And it's kind of like if you get too close, you can get get sucked in, and there's like a sing of the mind stream where you get it wants to pull you in, and you get sucked into that. And so, like, I I remember reading the self stuff, and it was like this, and with the dreamscape and self stuff, it reminded me of that kind of like how thoughts can build and, and how, like, we're not really ourselves in that kind of sense. But, like, the thing that works in that, differently that, that kind of works in this, how does, like, can you interact with the real world or is it completely separate once you've gone there?
2: Like, is there, is there physical or is there everything
0: kind of, like, mind-bendy so, in that sense?
2: No, that's, that's actually a really good question. That's uh, book two actually the next oh, book which is ooh. yeah it's getting edited by my publisher right now it should be out early nice. 20, uh, later this year um but i'll give it this way um the human mind right can change things in the world world like if you think things and kind of it manifests in the real world but the opposite is not true right you can't return to the land of dara as your physical self because you just can't exist in a world that's completely designed by human ideas. It would be like trying to walk into somebody's brain and being upset when they die. You know, it just, <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, book two, there's a situation where there's a an opportunity to come back to the real world, but you bring with it this magic system of Dara. Mm. So there's like a strange infusion. And then, it, like, you know, people start getting, like, God-level Goku, kind of. But, <laughs> And then oh, it just God. gets really weird from there. Yeah. But yeah,
0: that's 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 pretty. That's pretty. With that connection fun. between
1: the real world and the um, and Dara, I was thinking: Is it you said with talking about the concept, like when you create an image of a tree in your mind, it becomes real in Dara? Mm-hmm. Do people in the real world, real world, quote unquote, the physical world, have more control in like creation than the people in Dara do, or is it similar, but like? Because I'm thinking you were saying, like, the tree gets created from just the thought of it, Mm -hmm. whereas in Dara you have to influence what's there
2: already. Now that's a great question. And so if you uh, are in the physical world, like, you can change ideas, right? And you can, like, alter them and make them different just, like, from the idea of the manifestation of thought. But the same isn't true. I can't, like, in the real world think this lamp to be on, right? And so whenever some of the... God, I can't give... I don't want to give too much away. But if somebody okay, yeah, returns yeah, to the real world with the power of Dara behind them, then they can actually cause things to be changed in the real world just like it was in Dara, which is why, like, mm-hmm. that's how the magic okay. enters the world. Yeah. Okay. this world,
0: yeah. Yeah, so they kind of, like, become, like, a reality warper from kind of, like, Marvel, I'm where I'm they gonna... can
1: influence the atoms around them in that sense. I yes. was more thinking... Like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm more thinking... This is a really weird thought um harry potter animated paintings where you've got the people inside the paintings that can sort of shuffle stuff around but the person on the outside has the paintbrush where they sort of create stuff without really thinking about it too much but they can't interact with it
2: i like that i really like that a lot that's cool I like really can also, that is a really interesting. <laughs>
1: Sorry, my brain's trying to find a fixation point because the ideas
2: that we're throwing around are just. <laughs> uh, it's just lighthearted no, like, banter like, about consciousness yeah. and eternity. It's fine. <laughs> throwing yeah, some Stewie yeah. Griffin, think, some Harry Potter. Classic. Good yeah, man. stuff, man. Do you
0: think in Harry Potter, like, they, they physically have to set up the links between paintings, or do they just, like, exist in a painting world behind them? Like.
2: That's
1: another book again. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna get to that <laughs> book in some point. It's called Mirror but uh, oh, to yeah. eventually. Uh, uh. Oh. What? It's about that the world the inside idea. paintings. You need to put a special symbol on each of the paintings for them to become part of the world. But that's by the by. Don't worry about it. I'll get to it later. <laughs> oh, damn. I Interesting. Like There's no God, wiki God, for doing... it. It's gonna take me a while to <laughs> write the episode. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Quick. Before we we'll drop, we'll drop over to our magic system. But I want, I want like a one. As short as possible, like try and get it under five words. Like, <laughs> kind of like leave, leave, leave people wanting. I want the the darkest thing in your world. Oh no! Just learn one or two words, and then the <laughs> and then the funnest, like brightest thing in your world, <laughs> right after each other. You right. Really
2: want to
1: make a rollercoaster,
2: huh? <laughs> yeah, I want to. Know. I want to go up and down. Uh, there's three. It's three world. Three words for the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Human yeah. morality dies. Mm-hmm. That's the darkest and yep. the brightest is um human condition survives
1: mm-hmm.
2: right i so, was gonna i was thinking it was gonna be human imagination thrives or something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. i like that yeah. too yeah. i like yeah. that but yeah so like just yeah. some imagine oh am i out of time sorry
0: no, 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 keep no, going. no, not at all. All right, so... By that time, i moving on to Jude. You're all good. To we keep start keep hurrying
1: going. people along once it gets to, like, the one hour 50 mark. Okay, right <laughs>
0: cool. That's, <laughs> so. That's when we're like... Right, let's go, let's go.
2: Uh, so think of it like this, right? Hmm. Imagine a world where the absolute best of humanity has nearly limitless ability to do whatever they wish, right? So creation, art, re- like, everything. But also think the absolute worst in humanity has nothing to stop them. Because death doesn't mm. count anymore. Human morality was left on Earth. so And you have nearly limitless abilities to change the world as you see fit by the, this, the strength of your imagination. So there's nearly limitless potential for the greatest of humanity. And nearly limitless potential for the worst of us. And they, they interact all the time. Well, it's also like kind of on that
1: uh, this was just like one of the big things that I was thinking especially in the first chapter because obviously I, I we're, we're avoiding we do put spoiler warning but obviously trying to avoid spoilers for too many big things in the book but I imagine first chapters pretty uh, free real estate so to speak uh, <laughs> 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 um, especially when he's like in the hospital bed dying and has been for some time right it's very like the the biggest thing that I particularly took away from it which was like always a really interesting thought i suppose how um not necessarily i mean it's still sad and like very depressing for the individual but almost freeing in a sense of like when he's just saying like all these you know creepy things to nurses and doctors and stuff and it's just very like ah, but then again why the hell should i care i'm dying i've maybe got like a day left in me what does it matter what can they do throw
2: me out of the hospitals right <laughs> what's gonna do kill me
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like you say, it's almost like the freeing aspect of, as dark as it is, almost the freeing aspect of human
2: morality dying. Right. I tried to make, I tried to toe the line with that one, and I'm really glad yeah. you brought that up, where it's like, you're still, he's still trying to be a good guy in a yeah, little way, yeah, exactly. but he's he has also the conscience. like, right, but he's also like, why do I really care? So he kind of has to toggle between the two of those things. Which yeah, like, exactly. But we all he do. The, yeah. Yeah, no every day, day to day, you've got the internal thoughts of what are you doing? Don't say that. Don't do that. And then the other side, the devil on your shoulders, like you should say it. Let's make this interesting. Just be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what Can happens. Them. They're really slow. Just trip him. Just trip him and keep. <laughs> oh <poking>. my god. <laughs> <laughs> or is
1: but that just me when I'm stuck? No, that's just on public you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, that was good. Cool. Um, well, um, we'll we'll segue into. Uh magic then I suppose. Very smooth. I, I've just I've just looking at my camera, I've realized I forgot to do a very key thing, and that is shut my door. Um so I'm just gonna do that real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'll to take a quick pause.
0: <laughs> so magic. How does that work? It, with like it's magical magnets. stuff. Magnets it's all magnets. It's all magnets. If your yeah. magic system doesn't work on magnets, it's not a real magic system. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> That's I mean, the
2: barometer. Sorry. Okay. Hang on. Hang That's on.
1: Hang running. on. Hang on. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a, a Illuminati conspiracy <laughs> theory connection. Magnets well, is a type of energy. Energy goes to electricity. It is the neurons in your brain? Is human imagination? Is Dara? Boom. We did it.
2: I'm fast. I'm good. <laughs> That's the whole magnets. book, yo.
1: Magnets equals Dara.
2: That's it. Magnets equal Dara. <laughs> That's the tagline. I'm still in math. it back to yep. <laughs> Nobody else will understand what the I'm talking about. No one. No. <laughs> like, Sam, what's the pilgrim soul about? Magnets, son. Magnets. Where Magnets. did you go to school?
1: Magnets. <laughs> uh, they need to come out of a physics lesson from Guy. I reckon he'll explain it. The <laughs> right. No, tired. there's a... Uh... If, you, if you, there's a
0: big... If you don't, don't know um, people listening or Sam or... There's a big rant we no, have. No, don't really... let them in.
1: They've got to listen no, to our entire backlog it's... of podcasts to be able to figure out what the <laughs> fuck a... I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> there's a half an hour rant
1: in our... Um... Do you try... X- X- Matt tries X- to introduce X-Net. me to the concept of Magneto and I completely reject it because I'm a physics student and I know that that doesn't work. Anyway, continue on. We have a guest here <laughs> who's... We're... Okay, we are letting someone into our living room and then having a domestic dispute in front of them while they just sit there on the couch, hands politely crossed, staring at us like...
0: I think we should ask Sam his opinion on Magneto. Um <laughs> we're getting, now
2: getting the domestic involved. Now get getting the guest involved. <laughs> so what's now. your
1: opinion? man? Yeah.
2: Magneto is almost too close to Superman, right? Too overpowered of anybody, it starts getting boring. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gotta have a flop. Excellent. Gotta have that. I, I disagree, like, but it's, sure. It's like Throwing in kryptonite isn't even enough. You know, it's like, oh, green rock. Come on, man, you could have done better than that. (laughs) Well, yeah. There's a comic where
0: Superman breaks, like, the fifth dimension.
2: (laughs) They just run out of, like... What's the fifth
1: dimension?
2: I don't know! They do it
0: okay.
1: (laughs) I thought the fourth dimension was already the okay there's
0: a the, the enemy's like a sixth dimensional being okay? why is there six know. dimensions now I don't know okay you
2: go read DC comics I don't know how it works I don't want to it just sounds like they just they're just sitting in a basement somewhere and they're like alright nothing can beat Superman what do we do fourth dimension it's not enough fifth uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> maybe 6th dimension Thanos from Marvel comes up o- because the 6th dimension is actually Marvel and so they gotta go from Marvel to- it's just the whole thing yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about
1: Thanos comes <laughs> over and does a 6th dimension snap which half removes Superman's body
2: there you go Ooh. Ooh.
1: I just, like 6th
2: dimension just... snap that sounds like a ska band I'm into it, it does <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can like we, can we, if, we, if we're snapping half of Superman, can we just leave
0: his
1: abs, his torso? Because that's the best part. Oh, Whoa. i was thinking like a down the middle, kind of. No,
0: no,
3: no,
2: no, no. Just <laughs> yeah, his torso. Down the middle. Yeah, Split so him in half, like. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm thinking we <laughs>
1: just carve the middle of him out, call him Hooper Man. Hooper Hooper man. man. That's right. That's. that's... I, I like Hooper Man. Um, no, we're we gonna me?
0: cut the heart. <laughs> so we'll dive no, into the magic system somehow. <laughs> oh,
2: gosh. No. I like no. it. <laughs> I like it, I'm in it's for it. It's called
1: soup. <sighs> um, well, that's a weird segue from Superman with a hole in his stomach Podcast into magic. Podcast makes me so tired. magic <laughs> um, Well, first off, I was going to ask if you could tell, especially the listeners who don't know as much about the book, um, about the magic system. But we've kind of already talked about that a whole bunch. So, yeah, I'll dive right into the other parts of the questions. Um, no, no, it's good, it's good. Um, so... I have a very important question for you. Um, Three
2: words. Hard or soft? Oh, man. So it's like... It's the big question. That's I was actually... I listened to y'all's podcast, and I was like, I bet they're going to ask this question if it's hard or soft. <laughs> I knew they were going to ask this question. And I'm going to say kind of hard because there is... It's not like a nebulous, like ether that you could just pull from and make stuff happen like there has to there's rules and mechanics because of the natural world right but it's it's like a it's like the the core's light of hard magics you know yeah (laughs) it's like yeah, yeah yeah you have to work within the realm of like earth or whatever element that you've come across but once you have mastered that you can, the sky's the limit, right? Like, yeah. as long as your imagination can make it happen, then you're good to go. What's interesting, though, yeah. mm-hmm. is that a character. Oh, man, that. Never mind. It's a spoiler ah. for the second book. Ah! Ah! What ah. I, I can't a say. Hook for the... it. God, so, this so
0: like, you. we. At, in our. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I In our um podcast in our what is it, Hard Made yourself um episode, we talk about like limitations and costs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So obviously like the limitation is you have to train, you have to know it, you have to like be, it takes years and years and years to get to get the hang of it. Yeah. Are there any costs behind
2: your magic system? Uh not really. No. The cost itself actually Ah, screw it. We're gonna talk a little bit about book two. Sorry guys. So the cost itself <laughs> is actually uh the way in which you manifest changing, which is like this is the name of the magic system, is through hmm. Dara itself, right? And so, whenever the like essence of Dara starts coming into the real world, uh, that's how you can actually pull and create like you know the magic in re- in this like real time. Hmm. What's interesting though is that like it has to still go within the natural world. So like one of the characters tries to change uh, a handgun but they can't because there's so many artificial elements that go co- into making a gun that it causes a static in his brain and he passes out so like i was
1: i was gonna say when um simon first tries to use magic he gets a big old headache so yeah,
2: yeah. so
1: yeah inexperience yeah. leads to pain
2: yeah, a bit of a physical pain. Also, like imagine studying for, you know, whatever a big test and exam and it does take a bit <laughs> of that toll, right? But it's that an exam that causes me world.
1: physical pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. I, I mean, really yeah, does.
0: you're trying you're trying to basically like understand some I guess the is what you have to like understand something on a physical like on a very basic level how it how it functions and trying to I guess trying to do it without understanding it in this world like it's it's like, it's like put this puzzle together without without um, knowing how to put the puzzle together, right? Yeah. Like, someone, it'll take them time to put the puzzle together, but you're you're skipping the time, and instead of getting the time, you get a headache instead, because, like, you actually don't understand, you, you you don't physically, you get to the end of it, oh, I have a puzzle, I don't know how I did it, but now I have a really fucking bad headache right. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a different kind of uh, give up, I guess, and that doesn't really work in the physical world. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: guess that the, was...
2: oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go, you go. I guess there is a, a slight cost um, I, that I can talk about briefly is that in order for you to manipulate the things within Dara imagine if you could your brain seeping out of you or your consciousness seeping out of you and connecting to the thing so that itself is a form of physical exertion that I guess would yeah. be c- classified as cost so yeah
1: Yeah. so it's like a whole yeah. other muscles to train in, uh, in a sense yeah talking yeah. about natural oh, progression awesome. of things I was just sitting here having a little think is watching grass grow and paint dry legitimate forms of study in this world? <laughs> Legit it is. It is. Oh, it is. That's, oh. a,
0: that's, our, that's our magic system. That's it. Just that's the only reason no,
1: one's, no yeah. one's ever unlocked real magic in this world, because they're not willing to do that.
2: <laughs> it's so boring. That's you know, the conspiracy It's no like that's yeah. actually yeah, a is. code to become a wizard. So if you're listening to this, go outside, watch that grass, and you'll He's be able watched. to unlock the magic get, get some fresh that's air why, that's, some <laughs> <and gross>. society <laughs>
0: is society is training us to not do it because they don't want them to know that's it the yeah. big it's people so, have magic it's so taboo
1: watching grass grow <laughs> this... hey man the powers that be are already in Dara are looking down at us like oh hey, shit we can't let them get here that's it no 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 if they, yeah. if
0: they made it taboo people would want to do it it's not about being taboo it's about making it so boring who would want to do it yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. the Illuminati's behind this I knew, knew it they're behind everything
1: yes they're All. coming
0: for us on that as we speak.
1: <laughs> so I, I was, I was also kind of meaning as well. Do you have, um, so do you have sort of like a preference, not necessarily just in your own book? Because obviously yours is sort of, I'd say, from the sounds of it, sort of halfway between the hard and soft. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a preference, like when you're just in your own personal enjoyment? Oh, or do you? Absolutely,
2: I 100 yeah. percent love hard magic systems. I, I, uh, I legitimately yeah, awesome. do. Yeah. Sanderson is the man, sorry y'all, Sanderson, like, um, the reason I got into Sanderson was because when he finished Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series, and like, he just took on, you know, the Aes Sedai, and like, the Source Magic System, the Mistborn series, like, it just, I love that, I love the mechanics of it, it's just... Because I think really what it is, if I'm just being honest with myself, uh, therapy time, is that as a little kid, I really wanted magic to be real, right? And so, like, the more plausible an author can make it so that maybe, you know, my mid-30s self can figure out a way to, like, make shit move with my mind, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. Yeah, the more yeah. I still things want things. magic to be real. Oh, Super confession
1: time. I still X Men try and telekinesis something just from time to time. Just checking in. <laughs> just checking You're in. Always checking gotta, the... You've always got to check in if you've developed a to...
2: force yet. You know, just exactly. Got to check in if the X gene is uh, set in you know? yet. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got yeah. any powers? Who knows? Who like, you knows? Listen, you don't know when magic puberty starts. It could be forty five. Well, you exactly. don't know. But also, it, one
1: of the it, other things is maybe it's like a gift from God. Except it's like one of those sponsorship deals. First hundred people to try and move something with their mind get telekinesis free. Yeah, exactly. Right. free.
0: And I'll throw in, a, throw in a quick Bible as well. You can a free Bible
1: if you call now.
2: Hey, man, I would I would pray real hard if I get telekinesis. Oh, I'm telling you, 100%. Well, yeah, I mean, I literally not, just tried yeah. to move something with my mind just now, just to see. I, yeah. I was like, you know what? This might be a sign. Hold up. It's just a chance. It's just this a chance. A <laughs> I'm going to turn my fan on. Didn't work. <laughs> no, so Next disappointing. Time.
1: But yeah, hard um, magic man, all Man, if you turn your... F- yeah, 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 awesome, awesome. Yeah, Matt's 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 big fan well, of the uh, hard magic systems. Hard
0: magic is good.
1: Yeah, I yeah. like it. Oh yeah,
0: good. Like,
1: soft is great for a good story. Hard is great for a good world. Yeah, most cases. I think it's, it's kind of it kind of comes back to like what role you want magic to play in your world. Like, if you want the world, if you want the story to be about the secret chose one who has magic, like you know. Um, i'll probably do an episode on it at some point because i'm still reading the book myself but like the mistborn series where it's all about the very special person being mistborn where they get to influence all these different metals and stuff it's kind of really important that you have a really specific understanding because there's like one scene in particular which like i think i read like literally the other night actually um which is like right near the start where one of the main characters kelsia who is like the one of the main mistborn individuals um he's like in this room fighting all these people and just the way that sanderson writes it of he because i think people might remember from the um, soft magic episode we talked a little bit about it how there's like eight medals that they can burn and then each metal has a very specific power and it just like the way it writes specifically about he burns this metal and that allows him to pull this coin which goes smashing through this dude's head and then the coin lands over there and then he uses this other metal to push himself off of the coin, dodging out of another dude's attack. And then he does this metal to make himself stronger. And just all these things, the way it just very neatly works together. Um, yeah, it's just cool
2: stuff. <laughs> so, did y'all ever have y'all ever read a book where it's like, mm. they spent so much time on the magic system and the world building that they just forgot to write a good story? <laughs> like, yeah, Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... I think that that's one of the reasons why some people don't like world building, and they don't like, Mm. you know, hard magic systems, is because, all right, I love Robert Jordan. Like, I really do. Like, he's he's the man. But, like, books six and seven, like, that lost so many people, because he literally just talked about, you know, women tugging their hair, and then, like, these, like, strange knives, and it was just world building for 800 pages, right? Yeah. And so sometimes reading the Silmarillion here (laughs) oh man that's that's real life that's real life but (laughs) it's just like one of the hard things to do if you're a world builder is you forget to tell the story sometimes so like I would get really obsessed with like specific parts of Dara like especially where all the villains are like I just I love villains like villains are mine anyway but I just built the whole world out Right? And I was just like, I was just stomping around in there. And my editor's like, hey, man, you kind of forgot to tell the story. It's just like four <laughs> chapters of yeah, 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 them yeah. walking around. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, yeah, my bad. Let me go back. It's true. It's good to, yeah, yeah. Which I there guess was, that's kind
1: of where um, people like myself that tend to slightly prefer stories with like the soft magic systems because it's like the magic is there, not real. Like, it's there, but it's less about the magic. It's more about like, the characters and the stories and stuff and magic is just a random little flair to remind you that it's fantasy, you know? Right. Um,
0: I don't know if yeah. anyone here it's kind of like a, a teen it's a teen romance novel. Um so I don't know if anyone's read it. It's anyone read the The Mortal Instruments? Oh yeah, I've You read won't it. Go, you won't shut up about it. <laughs> read good, it. Yeah. Okay. I've
2: read it. It's a good Okay. I have seen the abysmal yeah. Netflix and
0: show. I yeah Okay, that's <laughs> terrible. Okay, we don't talk about that. It's, it's don't talk bad about bad. that. It's pretty bad. But the <laughs> About, I love those series, and I've read like all like all the prequels, and I've read the sequels, and I'm reading the other sequels now, um, and other prequels now. Uh, so, but like Matt's all about that, that world teen romance, has romance, man. Do it, man. Hey, no one doesn't like no one, who doesn't like a little bit of teen romance. Anyway, they they they're mostly characters. Anyway, the. the 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 to be honest, the teen romance stuff is the stuff that I I I, I struggle to get through. The stuff that I really enjoy those books mm. is the world building because Cassandra Clare builds a world really well, but she gets too caught up. That's why the the fifth book in the in the original Mortal Instruments series is the worst because it's just them talking. There's no world building in that world, and it's just them talking about love. And I'm just like, come on, get back to the cool <laughs> yeah. world building.
1: Yeah, yeah. that the, is one thing. As someone that has seen the show. It was okay. It was. It was a pretty. It was pretty bad. But there, you could still appreciate the cool world. And no. it was. I get. I would almost compare it to like the Star Wars prequels, where there's some really cool <laughs> elements, but you see the characters talking to each other and you hear the dialogue, no, and it's stop. like. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how a scene would play out with two people having an emotional conversation between the two of them. Oh, when it's the
0: when it's when it's the be- the best times are when no one's talking. <laughs> yeah,
1: just, yeah. And you can just appreciate the really interesting world because yeah, like they've translated the world from Cassandra. Wait, Cassandra Clare is it? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the. Author yeah, movie. yeah. And it's just like it's a really interesting fantasy world and concept and everything.
2: Um, very like biblical inspired in that sense, which yeah, it's mm. pretty cool. I love YA. I'm not even going to lie to y'all, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what I look like. Like, I'm covered in tattoos. I'm six foot one and I'm big. <laughs> I will get down on some vampires. I'm telling you. Like, oh, yeah. That's, what's wrong with that? Everybody was a teenager at some point. It's great to revisit those moments of angst. Like, why not, mm-hmm. right? It yeah, also goes yeah. back to, like, Cassandra Clare's uh, Moral Instruments series is really cool about, like, you know, somebody who figures out that they're special. And that's like a kind of a trope in YA, but we literally, yeah. five minutes mm-hmm. ago, we're still trying to move shit with our minds. Like just now, <laughs> hoping we were special. You can't, yeah, like, that, that is us. You can't yeah. knock YA because we're still feeling yeah. that stuff. Now, there's yeah. trash YA. Yeah. Oh, man, there's some terrible YA. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whoever, I don't, I'm sorry, y'all. Twilight makes my soul shrivel. <laughs> it is wretched. It's bad. It's just bad. It is like the weirdest misogynistic strange sideways story I hate it but I get down with some Book of the White and I'm down with some yeah. like Mortal Instruments for sure
1: yeah yeah fair
2: enough I'm actually curious
1: Sam have you read um, a book series well have you heard of an author called Joe Abercrombie by any chance? I have
2: heard of Joe Abercrombie yeah
1: ah, ah. have you read
2: his Shattered Sea trilogy? no i haven't that's on my list Uh, right yeah
1: yeah it's really really good uh it's a little um yeah it was because he's done another book series which i haven't got around to reading yet and he was sort of aimed more adult fantasy i suppose um like very harsh brutal rough rough tough kind of world um but then he wanted to make a young adults trilogy um and it's really good because he brings a lot of... Like, a lot of the descriptors that he uses uh, and just the way that he writes. You can tell he's someone that's used to writing for not quite the young adult sort of audience. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a just thing I was thinking of when you guys were uh, speaking about young adult stuff. It's, um, yeah, it kind of does the interesting world building and stuff I'll talk about it at some point in the podcast probably but similar to Guy that's not really a wiki like Mirror's yeah. Game <laughs> <laughs> which uh, doesn't make it a bit harder Happy progress um, Yeah, I really yeah, hate yeah. it when there's a seven book series and no wiki it's like
0: yeah. do I have to take notes on every book?
1: <laughs> am I going to read through these seven books in three weeks? it's also one of those <laughs> things where wikis are really nice because someone else has watched every episode on like .5 speed so they can notice all the easter eggs like yeah, I yeah, really yeah. want to do something on um, Dirk Gently but yeah. the episodes are, like, not juicy enough to get that get that episode juice mm, out of.
0: Mm, mm. Additional, additionally, like, if, if there's no wiki, uh, or, like, a very, very mm. bad... Like, it's a wiki's there, but, like, it's very bare bones, and you now have read of all seven books, taken notes, and enough to make a podcast script on... You have an obligation to <laughs> update that. We you? Oh, talking- you yeah, do.
2: That's real.
1: <laughs> we were talking about this. You're giving yourself a part-time job to sit there. You have an obligation to fix that wiki, and you have to do that. So, yeah. are we making the uh, the Pilgrim Soul wiki after this episode? Or? Let's do it. I'm in, man. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> I can't the wait for in. us to like, and I think. That the interpretation is <laughs> like, and Sam's delete. It's, right. it's
0: Get the, out the here. kind of it's the kind of book that you could put, you could do in an English class, and you could. I, I think sometimes you could pretty much go like, I think the author is trying to say this, and someone else, could be, I think the author trying to say the exact opposite of that, yeah. and you both could be half
2: right. Is it? Well, I mean, Sam, you're an English teacher, is that good? Yep, I am an English yeah. teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one hundred percent English teacher, and that is unfortunate. Yep. How some English teachers do that. It is. Rub. Yeah. Yep. So the color red is symbolic of passion. <laughs> it's symbolic okay. of the fiery need for... L- it's like, no. He just wants the door to be red. That's it. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a red it's door. door. Yeah, just just th- chill out. You're things right. just happen sometimes. <laughs> <Right>. Sidebar. Like,
1: <laughs> have you ever had a student have a real bad take on a book, which has just made you go like, hey.
2: What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Okay, so... <laughs> can't say all of these, but like... Yeah, well, I was like, okay guys, we're going to talk about Shakespeare today right? Because it's English class we, Everybody's got to touch mm-hmm. on Shakespeare yeah, You is. always talk about yeah, Shakespeare You have to, it's like a rule And I was like, so who knows about Shakespeare and This kid raises his hand He goes, yeah, he's that gay French dude That wore the frills, right And I was like, <laughs> none of that's right like, Nothing you said is correct <laughs> no, But I no. You can't start laughing, right it's just yeah, like, no. What are you talking about?
0: But that's, that's that, that's that, that's that meme. That's that, um, that, that line from The Last Jedi. Amazing. Everything you just said was wrong. That's right. It's,
2: that's a lot of my life, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> whenever I Being to a game. responsible adult's hard because it's very easy to laugh at people. Um, but it's very hard to not. Working, <laughs> not. working in a tech job at, like, Officeworks, which is the main, like, branded, uh, stationery stores like I think staples is probably a akin sure. um where basically we just sell stationery and some small tech stuff and people just coming in being like ah I need to connect my modem to a monitor or I need an xd card it's like do you mean sd card no I need an xd card I'm certain they say, it's like it doesn't exist oh my god I want <laughs> xd
2: yeah. oh. an adult hard. I think <laughs> xd everybody needs to work with the public at least once so that you feel Mm, so much more patient to your waiter or servers so you feel (laughs) better for your tech people and also because of the pandemic teachers had to teach fully virtual i have a complete Mm. new Mm. respect for tech people my dear sweet lord the amount of times i would get an email that just says yo this doesn't work (laughs) what is this what are you talking about what do you mean (laughs) So, no, it's off. it's
0: ridiculous how much, especially because um, Guy and I do like computer science or software engineering, and like it's amazing how much people go to you and are like, Can you fix this? And I'm like, No, you think I know anything
1: more than you do? <laughs> Not what <laughs> you think I've taken about a bite of computer before? You think I've done th- knocking back no. to world can you fix a human brain? <laughs> knocking back no. to hard and soft magic systems I didn't get to do my takes, so I want to get in here Let's soft magic can I, and can my defence can I, can, I can I give one very quick tangent for English English class, which I think is funny <laughs> Go, go yeah. like, oh no, Guy um, hated English, oh no was, no, so, no, don't go don't so, go, don't, so <laughs> in like our final year of high school no. Matt and I were in the same English class um, <laughs> yes. and we did Frankenstein um and go figure like half the kids don't bother reading the books um Matt and I were good little nerds You read all the stuff, obviously, um, and there were some lads in the class who hadn't read the book at all and Matt fully tricked them into believing there was, like, this full gay make-out scene between Victor and Robert Walton toward the end, and they <laughs> fully believed it and, like, went, like, nearly into the final exam, thinking this
2: was a thing of those two
1: toward the end of the
2: book. I did feel bad, I told them, but... So, the question, <laughs> though... they were Is, was the monster in the corner watching? Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, no, but like, but like, when people don't read the book, and and you want to, you deserve to yeah, be just... punished for your sins. Exactly. Yes. A
0: little bit. I thought you yeah. was going to bring up the thing about whenever English people were doing bad, the teacher would just look at Jude. Oh, what? that was. <laughs> what? Why?
1: Oh, context. Jude's British. Uh, Matt's New Zealand. I'm Australian. So true. Yeah. There was. Yeah. Whenever we were reading a book, what was it? Um. There was Longest one. We... Sorry. It was the longest memory was bla- yeah, oh, Black Yeah, there was, like, these poems which are sort of, um, you know, early Australian settlement and English bad stuff. And every time it was mentioned about England or British people doing, like, a horrendous act, she would just look at me. And I'm like, <laughs> do you, what
0: do you want from me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apologise now.
0: In the middle of
2: England, she, she wouldn't like me. It wasn't, like, the obvious thing, but she just glanced at Jude's yeah, direction yeah. every time. And to your right, you have a coloniser. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You no, get it, right? I, you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you get it. get it.
1: <laughs> God, it was put, so funny. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit there like, ah, uh, gee, okay. <laughs> God. So good. Go, Go, up your in, chair, go up your Okay, soft magic system, my defense <laughs> of it's funny. That's it. That's all I think. Because there are times in some soft magic things that I'll watch where something will just come out. Like, for example, going back to Dirk Gently, there's a bit where all of a sudden he can read someone's thoughts for just, like, a scene, and someone's just like, hey, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's just like... Because
3: eh. he's, he's saying... Mean, he's, like, yes. sitting, at, he's
1: sitting at a cafe table going, like, I'm not psychic. This isn't how this works. I don't care about you and your little drawing of a stupid cowboy. And the guy's, like, trying to make him guess the picture. is like, oh... It's a... Ca- <laughs> how... It's very good. Um, yeah. I enjoy comedy in that sort of way because it lets it free flex. Um, yeah. But another sidebar going back to, you mentioned a love of villains. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so good can at segueing. No, can I quickly? Go,
0: we just go. go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll come
0: back to villains. We were going
1: so far off track. I don't give a shit what no. track we get back onto. <laughs> yep, I'm having um, a good time. Sorry, I was going to... Another, another question, another question. Um so do you find that you have uh so you've said that you love like hard magic system love it love it um like back can i word this better huh uh well so like i found myself whenever i've been like writing stuff of my own in the past um and like just writing my own little novels and world building stuff i always found it as much as i would much prefer soft magic systems watching them i could only ever find myself writing a hard magic system um i just couldn't seem to write the soft part do you do you ever find that where like you pre- so you've said you really prefer the super hard magic system do you find that you would
2: struggle to write in that sort of strict limitations or oh yeah uh, so one of the things that is just like an ironclad cardinal rule of nerddom is whatever you write, it's got to be believable enough, right? So, like, if you create an implausible situation that somebody can't get behind, you will be destroyed. And (laughs) it's true. You'll be
1: smited. It's true.
2: That's literally our podcast. That's what we do. I mean,
0: we are the hammer We are the wielders
2: of the holy flame. (laughs) (laughs) Like, as nerds, we love hard, but if you, like, mess with our emotions in canon, we will destroy you. And so I always am worried about, like, creating a world or a situation or a character that's not believable. And so I spent a long time, like, making sure that characters that interacted with each other actually had, like, similar or different cultural dialects according to the time in which they came uh, to Dara. So, like, for example, an ancient Greek is, like, best friends with a a German doctor from the 15th century who's also an alcoholic. And so to get those two to interact, I had to make sure that, like, certain cultural norms and styles of speech were similar enough to be believable. So for me, I always am afraid of soft magic because it's, like, it's it's too much of a catch-all, right? Where it's just, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. and then it was all a dream, the end. Like, that (laughs) ending was just so awful. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate soft. Oh, it... <laughs> yeah. that sounds terrible. Ultimate yeah. soft. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: I do like. I I mean, the catrical, that was, the that trick was never bit. the same after the that's car accident. He on the
0: ultimate soft. That's what they call me. The ultimate soft. That's your soft. brain.
1: Dear God. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to move on to the next. Question. <laughs> that real quick. Um, yeah, Segway from I ultimate soft. God, I think. to ultimate hard Oh Uh, no! I think actually the last two (laughs) questions we've sort of already answered in um, like talking about other things so I was going to ask like what sort of influences do you draw from with writing magic Um, I think we've already kind of established like the Sanderson sort of stuff and etc. Is there anything else you wanted to add to like that sort of things that you
2: were maybe directly or indirectly inspired about Neil Gaiman 100% because gaiman seamlessly incorporates mythology like actual historical mythology and magic right in a, such a way that is mm. just awe-inspiring and also really frustrating like as a fellow writer you're like how are you that good like why yeah, do yeah. you make me feel like i suck so bad like what are you doing but he's
0: i was he's I was like i know that author but like what does he write what uh, has he written?
2: stardust neverwhere sandman series um American Gods, mm. Anansi Boys. Mm. I think it's yep. Sam and American Gods, so I know him, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, Good Omens as well.
1: Yep. Oh, no, he was... Yeah. Yeah. Him and Terry yeah, Pratchett. Yeah. Great book great, yeah. book. great book. Yeah, Awesome. One of my favourite Okay, writers. yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hmm. Awesome. Um, and then, sort of like the final thing I was going to ask about, which I think, I mean, we've, we've kind of, yeah, talked about it a lot already. Um i think especially with that adding on some new game and stuff um just if you had any favorite novels that use magic but i guess you've kind of reestablished that with um wheel of time to an extent um mistborn series
2: and Gaiman books <laughs> stormlight archive incredible yeah system yeah 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 um honestly like i'm gonna i'm gonna throw matt one man like the cassandra clare's mortal instruments like the warlock system book of the white like come on that's cool magnus bane i love that's that's pretty yeah, slick yeah magnus, so good. oh magnus is awesome <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like legit yeah uh, it's they
0: they're, they're really interests me how they work especially the the times where they talk about really talk about um living forever and what it's actually means mm. And there's, like, that one warlock who's lived longer... The only warlock he Magnus knows who's lived longer than him goes insane because he can't experience anything new. And Magnus is like, fuck, is that what's going to happen to me? Brain full. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That, yeah, that's... I love that part.
2: That actually is terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's also... Ooh. That's
1: right. Oh! oh almost, ooh, just ooh. to throw another tangent into this mix of weird <laughs> genres we're talking about, kind of like Doctor Who in a sense, where he's, like, bored, and the reason he has to travel with companions is because he's... Literally experienced all of time and space. He needs to show someone else to make it worthwhile.
0: He also like kind of loses humanity. I like I like how he sometimes has to remind himself that these are humans in front of him. Like with the I think there's one scene with Clara and and um, names escaped. Yeah, Capaldi, Mm -hmm. where he gets out like cards. to use it because yeah, yeah, he's like your friend's
1: gone, and she's like. You're doing it again, and pulls like the little social cue cards, and goes, yeah. so "Use this one," because <laughs> he's getting excited about the death of a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh no! But um, no. Also, bef- I think that's, was that was at the end of your uh, magic, Jude.
1: Yeah, that was. I mean, we can keep AMW talking of about magic. it. That was like the but, um, the sort of guiding questions I had just to make sure we had
0: something. Can we, <laughs> but uh, can, can we ask the more important questions here? Hard or soft tacos? Fuck's sake.
2: That's way more important than your magic system. Mm. Oh, man. I accept that. I think that tacos are better than my magic system. I agree. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, I would say... I'd rather tacos than magic any day. Soft tacos from a traditional, like, taco truck or taqueria, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I love that, man. Like, chorizo, cilantro, mm-hmm. onion, mm-hmm. a little soft, mm-hmm. Delicious. But if I am making them at my house, I gotta have the crunch, so... Yeah, that's fair. Mm, so kind of like your magic system, you got to have a bit of hard, a bit of that's, soft. Uh, and... Man, it's really weird that you're using those words so much. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I did a whole
1: episode on this shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on. They're no. normal words no, in the English
0: no, language. It's your good, mi- it's, it is your mind that's creating the image that's making them wrong.
1: About oh. that. Thanks, man. Um, now, <laughs> how would how would changing affect a Otago. <laughs> Alright, so. you Well, but the natural progression of a taco is to turn to, to be mush. eaten, To be eaten. To mold. Can I change mold. a taco to be in my stomach? Can you reverse the taco back into No, to the don't!
0: <laughs> Can you reverse a chicken back into a chicken? What,
3: the
1: what the are you talking
0: about? Do you mean an egg? No, like no, like are you, you talking you about way? like a raw chicken? Like surely you can make a, an egg into a chicken, but can you make like a dead chi- like a raw chicken
1: into a live chicken? Is a live chicken a little... not a raw chicken? <laughs> yeah, but can you make it alive again? Are you Are you actually can asking? You a chicken? <laughs> can
0: you
2: Can you cook? Can you cook something and then uncook it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can in a way, right? But you would have to think about the tissue and the flesh that you just cooked, and mm. manifest that to stitch back into a form of a chicken. So, you would actually get the breast or whatever it is that comes from chicken meat in a taco, mm. and then you'd have to yeah. find the rest of the chicken and stitch it back together. And then potentially, yeah. So, if you had like the feathers, and you have all the feathers, you have all the parts. Yep. Can you bring, can you bring it back to life? You could become the soul A changing necromancer, but that would take a lot of time. It would, I think you could pull it off. I'm pretty sure.
0: I... I think I know what I want to do. I think I want to know what I want to become in this
1: world. Just a weird chicken <laughs> necromancer. Basically, that's my job. What are you that. doing? I'm forging trees into mighty cities. And your project? Oh, I'm bringing together the natural forms of life to increase you know, crop yield and help people survive. And you, Matthew? Oh, <laughs> the same. Right.
2: <laughs> he, I'm thinking as he holds saliva. out an egg,
1: turns the egg into a chicken, and then turns the chicken back into an egg. As I kill it put it back streak. together. Other people like fighting wars, and you're just like, haha. Uh-huh. This
2: has taken me five hundred years. Check this out. <laughs> Let me have this. It's hey, there.
0: I have the power. Hey, I can give it life and I can take it away. I
2: can just see like a battle sequence where I'm writing. It's like these crazy, like just like, lightning and fire, and then Matt runs out with his chicken.
0: <laughs> yeah. what no, about no, 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 no. that what you do is you, you get like a chickens. bunch of you, you get a bunch of eggs something like dangerous like a t-rex and you throw a bunch of eggs at them and then you grow them into big cr- t-rexes it's not a it fucking is...
2: pokeball what? it's a pokeball
0: <laughs> I've created a pokemon in the, in the
2: tile oh, oh that's awesome actually I like that I don't know how I'm going to write a character that's a pokemon <laughs> egg master <laughs> You'd have
3: to be five hundred years old. Like, imagine,
0: old. <laughs> imagine you made like a bunch of spiders grow into like big, like huntsman-sized spiders. Hey, what in, like, if you rapid... didn't do that? That would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I mean, you, you like trap like because it could be like a trap. Uh, you put in nah, someone's bed, and then when like, they get into, you make it like a...
1: I'm thinking of getting like six pet huntsmen's who I throw at people and turn into shelob sized spiders. Can you? you no, you're both thinking too small. I'm thinking about getting like a uh, like a. Actually, no, that's born. There's no large animals that are born in eggs. I guess like mm. a baby, uh... Cockodil? White, Cockodil- uh, no, no, me. no, blue whale. And then you throw it into a room and just crush everyone. <laughs> how would you throw a baby blue whale? I like, mean, um, I can... They're <laughs> like three times the size of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know how big baby blue whales are? They were are huge. Yeah, but what about
2: adult ones? They're even mm. bigger. Well, <laughs> if you had enough understanding of physics, you could probably take an electron... And then throw it, and then make it explode into like a giant thing, kill everybody, and then ah. bring it, like, down to you know atomic size.
0: That's that's Magneto level then. That yeah, that's, that's too Magneto. overpowered.
2: That's boring. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I do like the fact that you can like set a trap for someone you don't like. They set spiders, make lots of spiders in the van and make them grow into big spiders. Yeah.
1: That's not no, I don't no, like that's you awesome. That's I despise you And wish you <laughs> off this planet
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah But no But you, it's, Death isn't a thing in this world it's Discomfort probably In I don't know <laughs> like In a world where you in, in a world where you keep dying And come back to life Discomfort oh. would be like kind of worse Long discomfort would be worse Than dying
2: Oh yeah Yeah that's true it's, Life is Like death is cheaper Because you just come back So like what Exactly yeah. There's a lot of bad guys That actually trap people And mm, make mm. them suffer For a very long time because just who's to have rock? just to kill them isn't enough right Who's the rock, it's, it's who's the
1: rock man in greek mythology
0: uh, but, uh the guy is, yeah uh, no um fuck you know what? who the I'm guy's on about. the rock with the with the vultures and gets his living no not him the one
1: who's rolling the rock up the hill oh what oh that's who's uh, he? sisyphus yeah that's the shit <laughs> <laughs> that's the sisyphus Who's is
0: what i'm thinking of what's which which the it's the titan um prometheus Prometheus.
1: Yeah. And then there's... Uh, who's the one who's holding up the planet? That's an Atlas. 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 Oh, man, there's a lot of bad things you could do. I mean, uh, <laughs> we talk about suffering. I, I mean, that's Atlas's uh, job, to living, be honest. Living by the lore episode one, we talk about... Um, <laughs> What's his name? Big Daddy in Keys to the Kingdom who gets his eyes pecked out every night and his legs right, hacked right. off. I thought him. you were saying we're just gonna subject someone to episode one <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 To be honest. That would be torture. Is, torture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going back to those those Rough episode. Oh, that was <laughs> the
1: fucking the clockwork robots that come out every oh, night yeah. and chop his legs off. And well, that like is that that, is, that, that is
0: like a direct direct yeah. thing for Prometheus. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. he's trapped on
1: a clock face,
0: and every twelve hours, the clock the chains on the clock tighten so he can't move. And then the a clockwork creatures come out of a, a box, and basically one is a corkscrew and one is a what is it a hammer or something like that? And yeah. They rip out his eyes. And it changes every like millennia, they change the body part, then they change the form of the clockwork creatures and stuff like that. Steampunk. Just to make I it a little guess. bit creepier. I like it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it. But it's of... And the <laughs>
0: great thing about them is they move like puppets without strings. Uh-uh. No, I don't like that. But... Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a
1: big no. Speaking yeah. of villains and tortures and creepy stuff, you were disgusting. <laughs> you can't laugh. That was good. I, I no, it, was it was good. wasn't. It was never good. It was okay. <laughs> it was decent. Don't make decent. Don't try it out, me. I'm fine. Now it's not. Now it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, discussing interest of uh, villains and their motivations, I'm just going to sort of let you freeball on this one because you just described an interest in this sort of uh, villain ideology and how they think about things. So, absolutely. Head on.
2: Let's do it. Villains are my favorite. Yeah. They really. I don't care what anybody says. We are both the heroes and the villains of our own stories, so we have a love affair with villains. We can't help it, right? Like, Jamie Lannister, for example, he was this horrible person for quite a few books, and then all of a sudden people loved him. Like, why? He's like a a West Virginia blonde boy. Like, he's really into sibling love. Like, what happened? Why is everybody into him? Um, But, so... What I really enjoyed about... Uh, creating villains for mine is my book is that there is no rules no limitations right there's no like form of government there's no punishment right it's Mm -hmm. literally the sky's the limit so for simon he comes into a place called valoran where everybody who tried to live a just or ethical life that's kind of where they start Uh, but those who prefer like community and love they come to a place called elysium uh but for those who find pleasure in the more vulgar of the human condition, they ended up in a place called Nisadi. And so I'd really just like to explore like all these horrible tropes. Like what does it mean to somebody who is already kind of inherently evil to then have carte blanche to do whatever you want? Right. And so it was interesting to kind of like just dive into that.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, is that a like intimidating thing to tackle? Just giving your villain basically unlimited power?
2: Uh, absolutely. Except for I apparently have some sort of disorder where I really enjoyed it. Right, so like, I might <laughs> need to think about that a little bit with myself for a little while. But so it, it was really interesting to tackle because it made me think about how much of myself is dictated by societal norms versus what it means to be a good person right so Mm -hmm. imagine if you have limitless power uh to go back to superman i don't see superman being good over time Mm -hmm. right if he's immortal and has limitless power at some point he's going to get bored with humanity and start doing stuff that Mm -hmm. aren't the best did did someone say (laughs) homelander
0: that's Um, a good character yeah what is it what is it What's the court like unlimited power corrupts
2: absolutely? Yeah. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And so the the main antagonist was an old Roman general that lived his entire life through a very strict moral code, very rigid. You know, whenever Rome was really coming to power and prominence in the ancient world, they were very, very, very like set in stone with their morality and ethics. And so Scipio tried to live that way. For a, a century, actually, uh, when he gets mm-hmm. to Dara, but then it erodes away and exposes his true self, and he just goes completely bananas after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> are
1: there so like are there more older characters that are heading that way? Is that sort of something that is inevitable, or do we see examples of older characters that are somehow resisting? And are they doing that in good ways, or do they still have that sort of dark impulse?
2: Well, what was interesting is that one of the characters um, that is considered, like, one of the most morally, like, virtuous is actually spent quite a few uh, centuries in Nisadi, right? And so you have the ability to go back and forth. So with Eternity, you know, sometimes you're good and then maybe for 20 years you, like, are horrible and then you go back and forth, right? Because, again, you're... One of the big underlying messages of the book is trying to find a way to evolve through Dara, to like go through something called a journey, where you find the thing in your own first existence that like held up your evolution and enlightenment, and you try to you know figure a way out of that. And so for some people, it's going through less than ideal situations. It's like exploring the darker self to see what that's like. So a, a lot of characters are both good and evil, which I think makes them more interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Always, yeah. The most interesting villain's always the one that thinks they're the good guy. Oh, yeah. Mm. You were talking about this... Wait, Matt was talking about this during some prep episodes. What was that about? I think? What? Which one? Mm-hmm. The, the, no, there was a... Um, you were talking <coughs> about Sorry. the villain that had really thought that they were doing the best thing. Marvel?
0: Uh, um, Doctor yeah. oh. oh, Doctor Doom? Yeah! Okay. Doctor Doom is my favourite Marvel character mm-hmm. of all time. Really? Because yeah because uh one he is one of the most awesome he is like he's the, he's it's the second uh kind of tied depending on which comic you read either tied with Reed Richards and kind of and Reed Richards' daughter um but like of the smartest person in the Marvel universe he's he's a tech genius as good as uh, Iron Man he's an engineer he's as he's as magically uh finesses as the Sorcerer Supreme Doctor Strange um and also, he's just a boss. Like, there's a line. But the, okay, there's a line where um, Spider-Man comes through the window, and then and then to break into like the Dooms mansion, and then Doom just breaks down a wall in his own mansion, and to walk into the room, and Spider-Man's like, "Why did you break down the wall? What, you and it's like, like well, how else would I enter a room? A door? Like a peasant?
2: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the that's the level that you aspire to get to in <laughs> like villainy just outright like there's no other way to enter a room
2: besides being a kool-aid man like <laughs> <laughs> Aid no, anyway. is the apex of villains <laughs> right. yeah that's that's no but is there any the
1: greater about... sin than the destruction of property Yeah. Yes. shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably a few yeah just a, just a uh, do you think, think i actually put any thought into anything i say <laughs> Maybe. No. I'd say
0: at least two nanoseconds are put into thought. Maybe, yeah. yeah. but Between brain and mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's about all it takes. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, oh, it's no, really interesting really though, especially like, um, I, I dare say of the people in this podcast, I've probably done the most just because I'm a weird nerd um, for history, obscure parts of history, um, looking into like Roman time and the Gaelic Wars and stuff, um, just because there's really, really fun stuff for me in terms of my whole like... You know, well, the Gaulish Wars, for a start. Um, Just really, really interesting time period. Um, It's kind of horrifying to imagine a single fucking Roman general from that time period just being in this position of absolute power
2: (laughs) when you think about the sort of stuff that, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Classic morality does not line up to our morality at all. And those were the good guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) to finish the Doctor Doom bit, um, it's just like Doctor Doom has seen. So he's he, he. There's a thing with the Panther God Basque, basically, who is the god that gives Black Panther her uh, their powers, basically. And the god has the powers to see into all possible futures. Mm. And she and Doctor Doom goes to her and like he does that kind of thing and at all possible futures. And together they look into. All, and the only future that the world is at total peace is a future where Doctor Doom rules.
3: Hmm.
0: because he wants to rule the world to stop bad things from happening. And so the only thing what and that's why Dr. Ba- like like the gas basically gives him a bunch of vibradium and says take all you want because like he's uh, yeah, because he's like, well, th- that's the best future in the for the, for the world. Like um, goes and cries in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> I know right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But like the thing that always gets in Doctor Doom's way is his one downfall is the greatest sin of all, pride. His, mm. If he wasn't prideful, he doesn't think I'm the
1: best guy of all time. He'd succeed. And he'd but if it. you were, you'd think that, wouldn't you? <laughs>
0: That's true. is you pride are the best an of all issue
1: things. in Dara, Like with people getting infinite power and knowing that they have better powers than everyone else? Uh,
2: not really, actually, because. Mm. You know, they also understand that at some point somebody could literally reset them pretty quickly. Mm. Like, you, you're you living mm. this whole life and you're an adult and then you try to, like, be flippant with somebody, like a child or somebody you think is less than you. But it's actually a 3,000-year-old druid that's, like, just in child form <laughs> for the moment, right? Oh, no. And so oh, no. They just straight, like, boil your brain because you were rude to him. So, yeah. Uh, but not the three thousand year old druid
1: child. I guess <laughs> infinite time takes away from it. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Like you cause... had to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't know, right? And also to go back to Doctor Doom, there was that whole long, like, debate amongst people. Whatever Thanos snapped was like he was actually the good guy, right? Where like mm-hmm. there's only like a finite amount of resources. Like he saved the planet. He saved the universe like there's that whole argument and it's not nearly illogical either i mean it's mm. kind of sucks yeah, but yeah.
0: there's there, there, there's yeah, there's a in the comics it's pretty clear he does it to impress a girl it's so <laughs> <laughs> and to make slight yeah. editors yeah but, uh, so just
2: to make him a little more sympathetic they changed it a little bit right yeah, yeah, yeah. but i mean like you can't argue like it's hard to argue like Pure? humanity could be mm-hmm. a parasitic mm-hmm. species so pure logic villains
1: are one of the hardest to combat. Yeah. In terms yeah. of oh, like yeah. the heroes being like, but it's better. Like, um, oh my god, I cannot remember where I saw this, but it mm. was one of these things of I think it was someone infected with a sickness, and the heroes were like, no, we've got to protect her. She's got to live. But then everyone else was like, no, we want to burn her alive. It sucks, but she's gonna kill yeah. us all if we don't. Yeah. Yeah. What was that from? It was like a twenty um, five sure i don't know i can't remember (laughs) sure (laughs) i mean um no i think i think you were talking about jamie lannister before i think like one of my all-time favorite villains surprisingly not from lord of the rings like everything else that's my favorite of all time but um i actually tywin lannister by far one of my favorite villains but was Um, he a
2: villain though
1: well that's the thing yeah exactly um Antagonist at the very least, but um, yeah, just such an awesome character in terms of
0: definitely not a good person. Well, yeah. so, that's the but thing. then again,
1: you think about the things that he wants. He wants to secure the safety of his family. He wants to secure his legacy, and he wants to yeah, that's basically it. He wants his family to be the fam- the legacy of his whole family,
2: which are like pretty sympathetic things in a lot of ways. Um, so, Tywin. Like, honestly, okay, so Tywin came into, a like, a house that was starting to collapse because his father was weak, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, killed all those people, and that's why there's the Reigns of Castamere. And mm-hmm. then uh, Tyrion was a dwarf, and his two twins were too close to each other, yet somehow <laughs> he still managed to make them, like, the Hand of the King... You know, like mm. the ultimate power in the Seven Kingdoms. So, like when it comes to a family man, he did pretty good. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, mm. very, very cool. time.
1: And it's yeah. amazing and sucks that he died on a toilet with a crossbow bolt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: I was just, I was just thinking, um, how. How can can you, can people like be stopped in Dara? Can, we, can people be killed? Like how do you stop a villain? And I don't want to spoil it, don't spoil anything, but how do
2: you stop someone who if you just kill them they come back to life? Well you can't, really. But what you mm. can do yeah. is you can trap them for an extended period of time. And as long as you have enough understanding of changing, you can actually manifest their own brains to keep them in a state of stasis so there's a way oh, God. to essentially trap them for at least close to a century in like yeah. a, a weird fugue state right? and so there it's are like the, horrible creatures and humans of Dara that we don't really see until the third book that were like that but once things start yeah. to collapse and they let out like the big baddies it gets really cool
0: ooh that's mm. good uh-huh. That sounds really good. <laughs> no, but that's like the Parallax thing, where they're like... um, In the gr- in, in the, the terrible movie, The Green Lantern... That's a movie, good
1: movie, don't add that's me. That's not
0: a good movie. It's um, fun. <laughs> by the way, Guy and Jude like all the terrible movies. I have Guy? so many See? bad... Ep- me? <laughs> me? Yeah, you like no, I'm the, the one who's world. the worst. Okay. You guys
1: have been talking about all these good book series, and even Game of Thrones, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so so as uh, so I'm so here, him, him, alternative... Imagine... <laughs>
0: Imagine the home brand version of any movie you like. That's what guys
1: watched, and he hasn't watched the the, yeah. the real one. Okay. I'm sorry that the only ones that were available on Netflix was the Amazing Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man Two. You're the other one. I'm sorry. Actually- <laughs> yeah. He's he's also he only re- seen The Hobbit and not Lord of the Rings. Just- yeah, Wait, Wait, he forced what? me to watch the first movie, and I don't remember it. He's seen The Hobbits, but not The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that it was makes, on Netflix.
2: That makes me really sad. Like, Lord of the Rings on Netflix! <laughs> it's why I'm here! I provide
1: the alternative <laughs> viewpoint. And that way these guys can talk about some dumb shit with gnomes and dwarves in it. I can be like,
2: Yeah, cool. Nice. It's our fault. We didn't invite guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's no gnomes.
2: Wait, you've never Have you read Lord of the Rings though? You've read no. it. No. No. What? I haven't I haven't
1: watched Star Wars either. Trust me, I'm oh. bad. <laughs> this guy's b- yeah. See, all of these it, it, facts are buried in episode one, which is why <laughs> we keep him around because he knows about video
0: games.
2: So we have to get that audience. We you know, got to yeah. pull that answer. Yeah. Yeah. What's what I'm here for? So it's like, <laughs> but um, it's like Jude in English class, right? Where it's like we get to like the terrible part of the show, and we're like, all right, guy, we look you, we look, you know what? come oh. Hey, listen, I had Kirby <laughs> yeah. the that episode, and it was good.
0: Kirby episode was great. I really. enjoyed I it. Kirby's like a chaos Kirby.
1: demon. In case you didn't know. What Kirby's a, a god. A Kirby. Kirby Kirby's is Kirby's a chaos demon god. That's awesome.
0: He's an embod- He's an embodiment
1: <laughs> god level being, and
0: it's like holy fuck. I mean, there, where's the? Line? <laughs> in canon. Yeah. 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 That's in canon. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but my point was Green Green Lantern, right? Mm-hmm. Parallax. They kill him at the end of the movie, so obviously he can be killed, right? They throw him into a sun. Easy kill. They just trap him onto like an asteroid somewhere. Why lock a creature up for eternity or like hundred years or whatever? Like blah, blah blah. They can always escape. When you could just kill something. Dara is an interesting. Very... I was gonna say Dara is another. a very good reason why. Yeah, exactly. You can't kill someone. I like that too. like trapping someone. Like, you shouldn't. You can't use the trap someone when you can actually kill something. You yeah. know? Oh yeah. I, it's, I hate. I hey. don't like that in media when you can't.
1: When you can kill. Something. Quick question. Um, when someone's reborn, do they always reborn get reborn into the same body? They always look the same. I'm thinking uh, about ways I can track down the kids, when I <laughs> kill them. I'm trying to beat it. So there's a uh, John a guy trying to find a way to kill. I'm kids prepping repeatedly. myself for Dara. Don't at me. He could.
0: So he, when he kills someone, he can keep killing them for eternity as a child. So another
1: way to do it, there's literally descriptions of the fact that as a baby they don't know how to move.
2: Yeah, that is yeah. true. Kill the child. <laughs> so. Uh, yes technically what you could do is you could find like the mary character like the carrier and then like just wait for the baby to come and then just like eat them <laughs> off of the cliff like over and over again like you could do that right <laughs> wait will it will it always be to the same mary character or will it be
1: different women every time
2: well generally it goes to the same right like because oh so you just have to find that god bomb well, and then just generally throwing though, the baby off the cliff because if the carrier dies, then they find the next closest. Because the way that you, you come yeah, into right. the world is based upon like your morality and ethics and things like that, right? Mm, like mm, your original mm. state. So you would find the carrier, you would drag her to a cliff, Guy, and then you would just, you know, yeah. part of them. <laughs> no,
1: I don't want my name attached
2: to <laughs> it! <laughs> this is how this is
1: Guy would so live is, in Dari. What's the bad town? <laughs> Nisadi. I'm getting a ticket straight to there. <laughs> straight to Nisadi. God damn God. it. God. I expect to see a character <laughs> in the third book named a guy who's just an utter shithead who no! <laughs> babies clips. I got it. So is it? Just, I got you, man. Do the, <laughs> do, as the as it. Cities, do the
0: cities do the cities naturally build themselves over time because of like how the minds were the cells were formed, or did like did is is someone
2: judging like who's moral and who's not? Okay, now that's a good question. So Ooh. there is uh, now. Bear with me. This is going to get a little mm. kind of high nerdy right but like yeah. if well, yeah. enough consciousness manifests and creates worlds right then at some point the argument is that that consciousness with enough of an amalgamation of it forms its own super consciousness right and so at mm. the end of book one we get to meet that entity briefly and it just calls itself choice and so mm. there is a guiding presence of sorts but it is because of all of human conditions, um, like consciousness and thoughts, it does manifest a being of sorts uh, that does kind of help direct th- a few things, but mostly because it is called choice, it's really more bent upon free will than anything else.
0: Yeah, hmm. it's like the amalgamation of human thought, like, I guess the amalgamation of like. How we perceive ourselves, if everyone, the same person was checked in the same mind, it would be like that? Yes. The s- so, like, kind of like humans create their own god. Very, yeah.
2: yeah, that's actually a, kind of an allegory for that, right? Where it's like, if, if you were to go back just as you are right now, 200 years, people would think that you're a wizard. And they'd probably burn you. Yeah. But, like, you know, like the amount that we have progressed as a species, right, is incredible. Like, can you imagine there's a bit by a comedian where it's, like, if you took Transformers 3 to a theater in the 1950s, like, people would have heart attacks and, like, freak out and, like, you know, it's like that. Where we just kind of have it, like, oh, Michael Bay's trash, whatever. But back (laughs) then, it it would blow somebody's mind. Like, they would freak yeah, out yeah and so you know it's so i'm,
0: I'm guessing does that does, i'm guessing it evolves over time right because i'm guessing the the consciousness of like fif, like 15th century beings would not be the same as now i just want to cut in real
1: quick sorry i'm waving my hands around on the camera i want to point out there's another thing which uh with the transformers thing there's a there's one that i also quite enjoy which is every extreme cheese dorito that you have has more extreme cheese flavor than a peasant from the 1500s ever experienced in their whole life a single dorito
3: yeah,
0: I just okay. wanted to
1: throw that in there because that's one of my favourite thoughts. Every time oh. I have an extreme cheese Dorito, I enjoy that just so wholeheartedly. There's a
0: lot of flavour in a single chip
1: of extreme cheese Dorito. It's extreme. That is the... It is extreme. Here's, here's, here's a question. Um, no, that, that was going to do something, is it, sup- wasn't
0: it? is it? Is it supreme cheese? No, it's extreme.
1: I'm, I'm googling this. I is must it, be... I'm pretty sure it's supreme. supreme. It's, it is
2: definitely extreme. It's supreme. It is not supreme. It needs to, the new tag tagline needs to be: Do you want to flex on the peasants of the fifteenth century? It's cheese yeah. supreme! Oh my god, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. die! It's, it's cheese supreme! It's, supreme. No, it's
0: look it up. Man. I am a god. I know my fucking Doritos. Okay.
2: Now this this is the content we're all here for. Oh my <laughs> god, it is actually. <laughs> it's cheese supreme. Mark. I'm sorry, Sam. This is so, I'm here sorry for
1: when you got man. yourself on. I'm down. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not. I'm not sorry. This is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we do. I'm so, here for it. I like it. My, no, I've, I've, actually, I've got a quick question before I let Matt continue. Sure. <laughs> I think I've actually broken jug either. Look at yeah, it. That's so, no, I'm more, I'm more. I'm more. I'm more shocked by the fact that I opened up the images page on Google and like the fourth result is an ASMR Dorito Nacho Cheese video, which is confusing. That that's where the internet's gotten to, but that's fine. <laughs> so, love the internet. We talk about like the eating the baby off the cliff and stuff after. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is a bad side of a sentence. I didn't want to What, about, to what about, like, okay, this is... So you've got, you know, let's say a 600-year-old dude who is the most powerful, like, um, you know, like, let's say Scipio's level of power mm-hmm. and evilness. Um, they get put back into a baby how quickly is that baby going to get to the power level of Scipio again? Do they have to be another 600 years, or is it going to be as soon as they hit adolescence and can, you know, move?
2: Think conscious thoughts. Yeah. So it's actually, it's interesting. Uh, It's similar to, like, if you were injured and you atrophied your leg from, like, breaking it, like, you would still have to go through, Mm. like, a form of physical therapy and, like, you know, get back to your strength. It's similar to that. But uh, one of the characters, whenever they die, they have found a way to change in such a way as to expedite their own growth. It's incredibly painful, <laughs> right? It, because, like, you're growing your bones and your tissue, and it just – it sucks. Yeah. But uh, you can get back fairly quickly if you're willing to endure the pain. So. Right, yeah. Um, okay. But the other thing is, is when it comes to a baby – this was actually inspired by my own children – is that, like, they have no attention spans, their their mobility is insane, yep. because, like, they're they're growing, right? So, like, you might be this yeah, ultimate yep. powerful entity that also just, like, shits his pants all the time, and you can't help it. So, like... Yeah. That's that's my...
1: I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Why am I just picturing Baby Yoda from um, Mandalorian, yeah. where it's, like, the Force user, but it's also a baby? He's yep. 50 years old! He's a baby, though. Yeah. yeah. Never seen it. 50. Time is real. Uh, yeah, that's You've, it's, it's you're, you're, of, I, I think I think you'd appreciate this. It's, it's a little bit of a tangent, but it's very similar to your sort of rebirth thing, and I think you'd find it. You'd appreciate it. Um, it's actually from it's it's a D and D connection um, from a show called Critical Role. Not sure if you would have heard of it. Um, it's like a fairly big D and D live stream, um, and in the second campaign of the world, there's like this group called the Crin Dynasty who are mostly dark elves and, like, goblins and stuff. Um, And they have this thing called a beacon, and it's, like, this crystal orb, which has, like, um, souls of their people that are dead inside of it. And there's this process they go through where they bind themselves to the crystal ball, and it's, like, their coming-of-age ceremony for their people. And as soon as you've... I forget the name of it, but um, as soon as you've, like, attuned your soul through the crystal you basically can't die because when you die your soul becomes one of the souls inside the crystal ball and the souls inside there are basically a cue for going back into life and (laughs) as soon as your soul is inside the crystal ball there's like a I think it's like a hundred mile radius around one of these beacons whenever someone gets born instead of the child being born as the child it gets the soul of one of the people from the kingdom that's already died put into it Mm -hmm. um it, and that's I'm just imagining a big
0: waiting room. Big waiting room with, like, a number. <laughs> and it, number it's, it's a bit, it's a bit <laughs> more Number 85,600,000. Um, I'm thinking like of uh, the, uh,
1: the undead afterlife from um, oh, uh, Beetlejuice. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, and it's kind of like this thing of, <laughs> at first, the baby is just the fresh baby, but then sometimes around kind of puberty sort of time, the personality that they had from their past life and all their memories kind of starts to bleed back in. Mm. Um So, for the first, like, let's say 17 to 18 years of their life, they are a new person making new friends, new connections, new experiences. And then all of a sudden, they start to have like these bad dreams and weird visions around like the age of 18 to 20 or so, depending what race they are. And then that's like their memories from their past life bleeding through. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, God, that's right. My name's Carl. I have a wife back over in that city. I've got to go find her. I've got to go find my family. Bye, guys. It is really interesting. That's,
0: that's fucked.
2: Yeah, 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 it's pretty Well, so it just yeah. seems like it's like one soul invading another one Right? So, like, you have a yeah, new life yeah. ex- So what happens to the first one? It just gets just decimated? That's the
1: thing that, That's kind of, because obviously it's D&D campaigns, so they're still, like, experiencing the story of the characters. That's kind of one of the big things that the whole, like um, political faction is shunned on by the other factions of the, like, continent that the other kingdoms see it as pretty fucking dark and yeah. not right, but to them it's like, oh, that's just the way life is. When you have a child with someone, you're not having a child, you're providing a vessel for someone to come back to life that's died. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like their way of seeing it, which, yeah, it, it's kind of interesting, but also kind of like, huh. And then you get these weird things where, like, um, it's almost comparable to, like, doctors regenerate, like, Time Lords regenerating, I guess, in the sense of you've got these couples where sometimes after the consecrated that's the word when they get like reborn bind their soul and they get reborn after you've got these like married couples that have become consecrated um they you know sometimes their marriage will endure through multiple different bodies where they will be like a completely new person but still have the same connection and still be the same marriage and stuff and you get this really weird thing where like um I think one of the examples, one of the characters they meet, he's basically had to, like, raise his own dad. And nice! And like for the first 18 years of his dad's new life, he's had to be like, you don't know me, but one day you'll remember I'm your son. And then it's like, that's weird, I'm a child. And then all of a sudden he'll get to the age of, like, 19 or 20, and then all the memories start flushing back, and it's like, ah. I'm so <laughs> disappointed that, like, the... the Oh, wait, so they're all goblins and dark elves, Yeah there's a lot of different races i, I was really hoping ones. that it was like the humans on the surface are being taken over by like darker this is just me my brain autofilling mm. because and I was also hoping that it wasn't like an adult thing because the the conversation that played itself out in my mind was honey yes darling um is it just me or is our son acting a little um <laughs> uh <gobbling-y?" laughs> yeah, I the don't goblin don't know what you're coming <laughs>
3: but, well, yeah, that's the thing,
1: because then they start to get into the thing of, like, well, what happens if one of these beacons found its way outside of the kingdom and just near a random village of completely different people? Mm, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. That's, in, like, all in these talking random...
3: About,
0: yeah. In talking about, like, souls and stuff, like that, I, that's very similar to something that happens in... What's it called? The Magisterium. Another, like, mm. um, It's half-done by Cassandra's... I think it's half-done by Holly Black, I believe that's the author. Um, Magisterium series, like a four or five book series, but it's they it actually it's a it's a kids book. It's a ki- it's for ki- it's for like um young young teen, um, but it's about and then the thing about the kind of spoilers for the first couple of books, but the the kid's soul is actually the soul of a guy who basically started the equivalent of World War Two wizard wizard World War Two wizard World War One. Yeah. So his soul is that soul, and so he has the, and there's a special magic power that comes around every like once a sen- once like, a generation, um, which means they can use chaos magic, which no one else can use. Yeah. Um, and basically, he has chaos magic, and he and he has the soul. And there's the whole thing about him thinking about like, am I evil? Like, and he has like an evil overlord list in his head of, of the evil stuff he does and the good stuff he does, keeping track of it because he doesn't know. And like the his the the people um, who are on the good side, the the bad side know he has a soul, but they're like, no one else knows. And they're like, come, be evil. It's your soul. You were meant to be evil. And he's like, I don't want to be evil. Mm -hmm. But like, and the good side, when they realize he has that soul, they're like, you're evil. And then he becomes evil because of that. Um, Prophecy. Exactly. But then, then he realizes, then later in the series, like really later in the series, he gets like the memories back of him. Like, and he realizes that he not only was he that, but he was, He's been like every chaos magician for like the past like century. No, no, sorry, not century. I mean, sorry, century. I mean, millennia. This is a thousand years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last millennia. So he actually like, remembers being every like bad person in like history. Oh no. <laughs> and like has all these memories of it, and there's like a whole thing where he goes into a coma because he's trying to deal with it. <laughs> and this... but, yeah. Oh no! I'm the yeah. villain, douche. Yeah. And, like, the only way, because his friend's soul that he somehow sucked into his body when he died um, has to
1: save him. It's a weird series. Yeah,
0: it sounds it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's good. Oh, that's, yeah. is this that's it, It's a kid's I, novel, it's a kid's a like, younger thing.
1: Self-fulfilling prophecy sort of thing, where it's, like, they try real hard to stop the prophecy, but then because of the actions they did trying to stop it, that's what causes it. Like, um, yeah, BBC's Merlin does that a lot. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think that if I yeah, had it's a... It's, like... Well, it's like well. I think if I had a... M- evil consciousness in my head I would blame it for all the stuff that I mess up that would be great (laughs) yeah (laughs) and
0: like I mean that's the thing he never talks to it because he feels like his soul is evil so he can he like he just thinks he's, like, he knows he's talking to himself, but he, he thinks he's his self, but he doesn't know. Mm. So everyone, like, acts weird around him and stuff like that. And whenever, but whenever he does something, like, evil, like, bad, everyone is kind of like, oh,
2: like, his friends know, he's kind of like, oh, and he's kind of like, he's really self-conscious about it. What well, would be interesting is a the, friend I, that's like, look, man, I don't believe that there's actually an evil thing in your head, I just think you're a dick, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop making this, there's no evil general, it's, he's not there, you're just a jerk sometimes. Stop being a dick. No excuses. He's like, no, I'm serious. Just because you haven't even... Lo- There's an evil like wizard in my brain. Sure, sure. Did he forget <laughs> to take <laughs> the trash out? Is that what that is? Yeah, okay. That's what I
0: tell my flatmates. That's right. When I don't do my jobs around the flat. <laughs> There's the wizard. He gotta hold it's my brain. It was, it's the evil wizard in my brain. Don't worry yeah, about it. It's yeah, it's him. It? It? Him. Mm. Him. There, yeah. Him. It's... Sam, hey, we don't want to assume gender. That is true. That is true. We don't. So I don't mean to. Uh, do you have any? more, do you
1: have more questions, Jude? Uh, I mean, guy about villains. I'm. Yeah, I was free scatting that, and you guys went off in a direction. I'm all good. <laughs> awesome,
0: Sam. But Sam, what is your
1: favorite villain? I don't know if
0: you said it. I can't remember you said it. But like, what's your like number one villain? If you had to state one. Oh man, that is tough. Hmm. And why, because you always gotta add the and why. Right. On good questions. If you say
1: Voldemort, uh, I'll kill you. Voldemort <laughs> <what? laughs> Voldemort's, <laughs> trash. Voldemort's the, hey. Voldemort is incorrect.
2: <laughs> Voldemort can't take over a boarding school. It. Like, that's not even a military. <laughs> that's just, like, a trash janitor. What you are you are talking about? You are fighting an 18-year-old, you idiot. That's right.
0: I mean, he's fighting literally probably the most secure building in the entire world. Yeah, uh, It's a school. If up. he takes, If he can take out Hogwarts, he can take out the world. He, like, straight was the, where...
2: the Ministry of Magic. Like, it was no big deal. But for some reason, exactly, he can't cause... take over, like, a daycare for wizards? Like, what are you talking about?
0: The, the Ministry is shit, but the, the Hogwarts is, like, the strongest uh, safehold to... Ever. You do think Dumbledore's been prepping for this for eight, for years? Right.
2: It, no. Don't like more. uh I will have to say uh, Morgoth in Lord of the Rings is probably one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> Jude thumbs up Jude, approval. You've got, right. you've got Jude's approval.
0: you got yeah. Jude's approval.
2: Right. Why? I, I have Morgoth's like the big evil, right? We're going to
0: be
1: talking about Morgoth in my next episode. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. S- Wait, Mogos like the big evil. He's like the devil in... in... Sort he's of. S- he's, Saur- he's Sauron's big boss. So he like... He's the guy who sings the wrong song, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No,
1: so he... not sort of. He's the <laughs> one that was put into the world and Sam's decided villain. that he didn't want to play by the rules that the others were playing by. You know, it's um, just...
2: Tom Bombadil's Tom Bombadil's the one that became his own self-replicating song. <laughs> I love Tom I love Bombadil. Tom, Tom Bombadil, Bombadil yeah. will always have a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. Because he's Tolkien. Yeah, that- he's Tolkien, right? And it's just so cool that you could, like, write yourself in as this, like, all-supreme entity, have a really beautiful wife, and, like, do nothing but, like, hang out, smoke pipe weed, and chill out in the forest, <laughs> right? Like, They're like, you could change all this? He's like, yeah, I could totally change everything. I could make, like, I could just do that. But I'm not going to. Y'all gotta go. Why would I? Go do that, Little Hobbit.
3: no
0: i do it is it is quite
2: it is quite fun i remember learning about them on the podcast was such a good episode man i love it tom babado is awesome but the cool thing about morgoth is is that like he does try to create right like there is a form of creation it's just corrupted because it's it's the same thing with imagination or creation of like any technology right where it's like one if as, as long as your intention is good you can create something that will do wonderful things but if it's like with wrong intention, you can create something that can destroy the entire planet, like atomic energy, right? Mm. Uh, it's not a bomb, it's a song, but you know what? It's kind of the same thing. Uh, I just yeah. love that. I think it's really interesting, especially
0: with like, it, it, and I will always, I'll stand by it. The magic system in our world is technology. Technology is the magic system in, the, in our world. Like, it's like, you can compare them pretty much pretty easily. Like, people use, it's technology that people misuse. Is creativity not
1: the... Magic system. We are the group no. that are separated from everyone else no. because we are able to innovate. Mm. No technology.
2: <laughs> just, just no.
1: But is that no. not the evolution of innovation?
0: I mean, I guess. But, but in Magic Worlds they have creativity as well, whereas a lot of Magic Worlds don't. And obviously, Magic Worlds have technology, but they use it. They do it in different ways. I feel. Mm. Um, but. Like magic, it, it's, it's magic can be, it's, it's just a, it's like, like anything else. It's just a tool in most worlds, at least it's just a tool that is can be used good and evil. And it's like, Star Wars is a little, it's like, I, I in some way, Star Wars shoots itself on the foot by saying this is dark side and light side. I think, I think it's a, it's a, the force is a, is, 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 the force. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like, I like, there's a lot of, uh, there's a new stuff like with the gray Jedi. And like, that's not new, but like, those stuff is saying the force is the force. It is, it is the force it's your intent it's people being bad or good that creates the dark side of the light side. that don't exist really they're your concept in your own head
2: oh yeah that society is created. it's a power right it's all about what you do mm. with it that matters right I mean like yeah there is how many seeing stones are in the Lord of the Rings how many Palantir are there it's like three? That
1: we that we know of. Yeah. Um, there's at least four, but right. there's loads more scattered at the bottom of the ocean because so. Numenor had a load.
2: Right. And so we are literally using Palantir right now, but we just call it Zoom. And we're like bored by it, which is wild. Like y'all are on different parts of the planet. And we're like, yeah, but what about Grey Jedi? You know, I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you
1: got valuable resource as well. It's
2: crazy to think about. You know, it is. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Like, we think about doing magic. Oh, I can't float that thing across, but we can do so much, so many, so much. Like, we can fly across the sky at 500 kilometers an hour in a metal container. Like, Magic, ma- ma- magic is like, you can do that? What? You mentioned like, what? Like, some things, obviously, the magic systems will be on humans in some ways, but I think technology is beyond thing in a lot of ways. Like, how computers are so smart and can do so much shit that we're like, what? How can you even do that? I just want to oh, be able to manage
1: my magic power. What? editing my phone is my magic pal
2: <laughs> nah your magic pal is editing dude oh yeah oh
1: yeah.
2: that's real that's real life I think that the only yeah. problem with technology is that it's not inherent within us that's why we don't want to call it magic right mm. we want to like I want to be able to fly through the sky and not in a metal container I don't want to have to go through customs I want to just straight up like launch <laughs> myself into the into the air you know that that's why I still think it would be magical but who knows? Maybe I'll get like cosmetic surgery in a couple years, where I could turn my feet into rocket boots, and then it's all over. That'd be amazing.
1: <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> all over for who, Sam? Who are you threatening?
2: Don't worry about it. You can't
1: catch me anyway.
0: <laughs> He's got rocket boots. I can to stop him. Oh no! He's coming to say hi to Australia. <laughs> rocket <Yeah>. Good luck. <laughs> it's all over, guys. It's all over when Sam gets rocket boots. That's it. That's the next tagline. Did you see this? You see the news? I can't. Like it was a couple months ago. There was a guy who's like had a jetpack near an airport. I can't remember which airport. One of the airports in America at like six sixty thousand feet or like six thousand feet. Wow. In like with a in just a, just a jetpack. There's,
1: there's been multiple sightings. I forget which airport. I think it might be a Virginian airport somewhere. They keep they, there's been twice now where they've seen him and it's gotten to the point where they say it and the flight controller's like, oh, oh him yeah, again, so. okay. It let us know if there's anything bad. So, 15th of October 2020, person in jetpack spotted flying again near LA airport. Again. Someone
0: has a fucking jetpack,
1: and they're used it. It's also not 60,000, it's 3,000 feet. Same thing.
2: <laughs> so, the, weir- the worst part about America is that, like, we have so much crazy news that, like, jetpack man doesn't even hit my radar, which sucks. <laughs> like, I want to know about jetpack guy. I don't want to know about the crazy guy in Florida who tried to pay for a taco with an alligator. That was real, by the way. That's a real story. He threw what? an alligator through a, <laughs> like a like a fast food place.
1: Like I think trying situation. to pay for with the alligator might be a misinterpretation of the <laughs> action mm-hmm. they're taking.
2: That's what he said. He's like, look, it's... I'll exchange the tacos. Hard tacos, oh not God. soft. <sniffs> you know. I think that's a pretty good deal, to be honest. Uh, is
1: it? <laughs> um, is it a tame I, alligator? I take, I take an I,
0: I take an alligator. No, over Bitcoin.
1: A tame alligator now. I would take bit. an
0: alligator over Bitcoin, Dogecoin. A Bitcoin. Well,
1: one Bitcoin's <laughs> worth like some million dollars. One bit. No, it's like sixty thousand or some shit now. You wouldn't take sixty thousand dollars over an alligator. Oh. One Bitcoin so equals the... sixty thousand one hundred and nice. twenty-seven Australian dollars. Australian dollars. That's the key so thing for, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. To USD. Yeah. Sorry, to translate for Sam. $46,542 American do- dollars. Alright. Mm. New Zealand. Zealand if it's or a, an alligator. <laughs> a trained alligator. Like your pet. A trained alligator, like a pet, like imagine an alligator but it's your dog. a trained mm. alligator.
0: But like the problem with lizards is they can't, lizards don't have a, enough of a farmed brain to be able to be proper pets. They can't do tricks, they can't like do that kind of stuff because lizards don't have the big enough brains. Mm. So like that's why they don't have like alligator walks and alligator shows because alligators are alligators. They don't have a big enough brain to be able to
2: do that. But that tells you that ignorance is in fact bliss because alligators have been around for millions of years and they're just happy being alligators, right? They don't need to evolve. They've got their perfect. Yeah, they're good to go, man. Just be dumb little carnivores. That's that's we're yeah. missing the whole point. Do animal Okay, now this is a big question. Do dogs go to heaven? Do dogs go to... Do animals go to Dara? Sort of. Right? And so, like, it also... uh, Simon asks about animals to his caretaker when he's younger. And there is a spark of consciousness within animals. So they kind of show up. But they're not fully present like humans are. But what would be interesting is, like, maybe if I can, like, think of, like, the smartest chimpanzee ever, like, maybe that'll make it. (laughs) But we'll see. Mm,
0: yeah, Is that like a well, Russian
1: like, experiment where they got a chimp to successfully like write and do a whole bunch of smart things. Yeah, and
0: there's like there's like there's, there's like, well like animals are smarter in other ways. Like they can like like have you seen those the tests where they, they they flash like twenty numbers up on a screen for like a second and they can remember exactly where all the numbers were, whereas humans can barely do like three
2: right. or four. But I don't know if that's, like, enough to quantify a soul, right? I don't think, like, that's the, the ultimate entity is, like, how many numbers do you see? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly the soul I, should, I have. That's 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 my ultimate soul. It's like an, Anubis <laughs> is at the gate, but instead of, like, the feather and the heart in an ancient Egyptian, it's just, like, a bunch of numbers flashing at you to see whether or not you no, can make a, it.
0: It's a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, dear God. It's a... Anubis has a Buzzfeed quiz whether you can go in. Which Disney princess are you? Your answer will matter. There is a correct one. (laughs) uh, Your answer may
3: surprise you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And if you get it wrong, you you ain't never coming back. As a quiet quiet update, you can buy a baby American alligator for 150 US dollars, and you can buy a mullet crocodile, which is a seven to nine foot alligator, for 550 dollars. I would like to add that site advertises we offer exotic reptiles for sale online at absolute rock bottom prices I don't like that descriptor and beyond that I clicked onto one of the sales pages and it said uh, when you buy a crocodile from us you automatically receive our 100% live arrival guarantee inferring that there was (laughs) ever a possibility they were going to give me a dead one (laughs) 100% 100% live arrival. It, this it crocodile be the, will be alive and kicking. Sorry. They could be on the brink of death. $550 is the alive. rarest crocodile on reptiles, Outback Reptiles or whatever.com. So, incorrect.
2: Mm. $60,000 is not a right, the correct price for an alligator. But for one Bitcoin, yeah. how many alligators can I get? I can get an alligator army now. Right? I think...
0: <laughs> I think there's, there's... There's probably a place in Florida that accepts... There's probably more places in Florida that accepts alligators as payment than Bitcoin.
2: Probably. Florida is, a, is a magical place of methamphetamine <laughs> and shattered dreams. It's a weird place. You can weird buy
1: risk. 310.3 American alligators for uh, one Bitcoin. I'd I take want that anyway. I'll take, that take <laughs> you on that point.
2: I think you could, if
1: you have 350 alligators, you could probably get more money. That is, yeah. like, if, if you walk in, if you walk into any establishment with three hundred and fifty alligators, it's like one of those. Who's going to stop? If you get a loan, you need to buy a tank because then, if they
2: come to collect on the loan, get what the are loan. they going to do? Gonna, you have got a, tank. a tank. That's true. So I just want to see some Florida man going into a bank and be like, "Listen, you're going to give me all your money, or I'm going to release my alligator army." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I think this is probably the most off-topic we've ever gotten in this podcast. It, no, that's no. Ske- we are
1: describing the perfect villain. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> say, that's a good All- point. Actually, i saw um, sure. So Man this is the best one. Sam. If you
0: ever made up your villain for for the third book or even the next I have a series, suggestion. <laughs> you've got to. We've got to suggest. Living by the Law has a suggestion for you. But mm. see, Alligator Man, Alligator Man teams up with Baby Killer, and um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Baby Killer and what was the, what was the other colonizer? horrible idea
1: colonizer and the
0: colonizer uh, yeah.
2: so it'll that, be that's it. that's a trifecta it'll be Jude in a tricorn hat in a British uniform it'll be Guy <laughs> with like a baby carrier catapult thing <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll be like Killer Croc from the DC universe like what the <laughs> All right. Yeah,
0: obviously it's 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 but just yeah. wearing my glasses, yeah. so you know it's yeah. me. That's right. Yeah. Just a small hint. Mm. Mm. Killer Croc with about twenty thousand crocodiles. That is me. actually
2: legitimately terrifying.
0: Like, I no, yeah, no, and all, no. All he needs to do, he can. He can. Hey, hey. They're like, where's the crocodiles? Or don't make me. He pulls out a bag. It's a bunch of crocodile eggs. Oh
3: my god! Ooh. Oh
0: no, we've looped back. You get crocodiles. I'm back, baby. I'm in the. You start <laughs> I'm looped them. back to the door with the magic, <laughs> throwing them before and before they get there in
2: midair. They transform into a crocodile. That is... boom, slap. What are those toys that you used to be able to get where you put them in water and they expand? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, I know what you're talking like about. Those little dinosaur things. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the. Why I I. I, I
0: I went away for a weekend once and I left it in water and, but like only its body was in the water apparently. So its head was about, was about the size of like a golf ball and its body was like the size of, um, trying to describe size, the size, I don't know, the size of a small child. Oh man. And and it was like bursting because I'd left in the water all week, so it was like ripping. Its skin was ripping; it was falling apart.
2: But its head was still very small. I,
1: remember I vividly remember this. It was just like this massive animal with <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's so macabre. I like it. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God.
0: That is that is that. So we have? Do we have
1: any more? Do we want to go on? Um, I mean, before we end, I think we there's one thing I want to talk about. Tell us about where you could get your book, Sam. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a very important That's oh, idea. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> so where do we get it? Go to samkainwriter.com, S-A-M-K-A-N-E, writer.com, and you can just click on the book there. You can also go to... I will have a link in the description. I will have links in the description. Yeah. So check it out. So And also there's like a email re- uh, subscribe form. You can hit that. You can also message me on there. All my social media is on there. If you want to know about, like, weird baby throwers and alligator men (laughs) and other follow-up questions about the weird interview that just took place, (laughs) hit me up. Could it be called an interview or
1: was it just an hour and hmm, 50 minutes of just nothing? Listen. I've done a few
2: (laughs) interviews at this point, and this is by far one of the funnest ones. It's weird, (laughs) but I had a good time. That's that's what we we aim for, I think. We can't
0: guarantee it will be a good,
1: but it will be entertaining. (laughs) Oh, man. You may get to the end and question the journey. You may not understand the journey, but you'll have know you had fun on the journey. It's... It's... It's the crocodile baby throwers we made along That's the way. So please right. do message message Sam about the, the baby throwers at samkamerider.com. Mm. S-A-M-K-A-N-E-W-R-I-T-E-R dot com.
2: And if you mm. give me some weird messages, they're going to end up on Instagram. So just be ready. <laughs> awesome.
1: Awesome. And what's the date?
2: Yeah. Is it on Amazon? It's, it's on Amazon, it Amazon? martinsandnoble.com. Uh, you can, like, if you're in Louisiana, which would be strange, but cool if you were... You can go to an indie bookstore that I'm working with called Blue Cypress Books. Uh, they're awesome indie bookstores. Small bookstores support support local business. That's something that's really big for me. Yeah. Um, and the release date is April the sixth. So order your pre-orders right now, and you can uh, get some free swag like T-shirts, coffee mugs, and also if you're uh, a book club. And you have your book club order my book, then I will come to your book club and we can talk about the book afterwards. Like via nice. Zoom, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I was say, no matter where he,
0: you are, he will come. Will I told Sam you, I have rocket Australia. boots. Like I'm You'd on it. Also, <laughs> yeah, Matt, he's he's it. Want that. it's it's not it's not a like a request like option. He will come. Oh, yeah. Sam come knows. On his, Sam is on his way to your book club.
1: I have your address. <laughs> <laughs> You ordered the books. That was your first mistake. That's right.
0: <laughs> what do you think of page 394?
2: Just do we need it? like a
1: new setting on Google Maps? Like how you've got walking, driving, rocket boots?
2: That's right. We have to. <laughs> I'm going to show up at this book club, just so you know, random readers with a dozen eggs. No explanation. No. No. <laughs> Oh my God. Yo, that's a. I
1: love that. I want to do that. That's eggs. a threat. That's not that, random. That, that's. A I threat.
0: don't think that's a threat. I think that's. It's. It, it's. It's. very much thinking like the very nice cushiony place between a threat and a gift. It's in the middle. It could be a threat. Could be a gift. You'll have to find out.
2: <laughs> so I like this book. It was pretty good, but this dude showed up with a bunch of eggs.
1: It's <laughs> 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 <Real> weird. <laughs>
2: He didn't even do anything with them, he just held them in his
0: hands. He
1: suggested they might be crocodile legs as well, I'm not sure. There was like a hint of threat, but I don't know what it was supposed to be. (laughs) You don't want to find out.
2: (laughs) You left one on
0: my doorstep, I'm too afraid to touch it.
2: (laughs) I would be really creeped out if I went outside and there's just like an egg on my... I'd be like, why is that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, no, um... Awesome. Uh, anything else you wanna? Any other places we promote your book, uh, Sam? Before we
2: just, promote Al, just check me out films. on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Pre-order my book, y'all. It's a, you know, it's it's my debut novel. So any love is good love. Hell yeah. Mm. The Pilgrim's Soul. That's right. Throw it, chuck that in brain. Pilgrim's
0: Soul. Get that in your Don't brain. Don't forget it. Don't forget it it. the down. pilgrim soul. Look it, it up down. now. Hey, I know you're driving. I can tell you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: no!
0: Drive it down. I have experience. You can do it. You can get it done. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: And right. if you are driving, p- pull over. You pulled over? Yeah, yeah, just there. You can, you can fit there. That's you can it, fi- that's no. It. No, you fit there. I mean, yeah, you're fine. You're no, fine. This is like... but now he needs. You need fight two seconds. Just Blown put your hazard phone. lights
1: on. Just stop for a second. Type
0: your hazard lights. Yeah, just put yeah, yeah. Type it in. Type it in quickly. Type, type, tap, type, type. The Pilgrim Soul. The Pilgrim Soul. The Pilgrim Soul. You got it? Yeah. Cool. Now chuck that phone away. Get back to driving. There's someone behind you and he is beeping at you. Um, As
2: obviously... a concerned citizen, do not take driving advice from Matt. He literally just had
1: <laughs> This is... I mean, you don't know the driving standards of New Zealand, to be fair. That is true. It is crazy. There's some crazy roads here, man. <laughs> it's not
0: safe roads. There's a lot... Nah, but most roads are okay. <laughs> I'm not Yo. trying to...
1: Who else just, can we trash talk? It's just the terrain. It's just the terrain. The terrain is very crazy.
2: I live uh, in a swamp. Mountains. Like i basically Shrek down here. Like, <laughs> you know, it's cool. I get it. Our roads are weird as well.
1: God. You guys drive on the wrong side of the road anyway over there, don't you? Yeah, God. On
2: the wrong side? You mean the freedom yeah, side? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the left and the freedom that's side. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's that weird oh, well, time in um, our history where, like, we didn't want to call things French. So, for some reason, like, for a brief moment in American history, there were no longer French fries, they were called freedom fries. And that's when I knew we were yes. going downhill. I, I, like, this I, have, I, have,
1: this. I have heard this. There's, I love it. That's crazy. And freedom toast. With so you sh- you yes. should have kept
0: that and just put it behind every <laughs> thing that's ever been done in America. <laughs> I go to a Freedom High School. That's what right. are, you, are
1: you? Oh no, I go to a private Freedom High School. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a closed
0: off. It's closed off to non-Freedom students. Do you measure this in meters
1: or Freedom? <laughs> Oh yes, nine freedoms and small freedoms. <laughs> I'm a fan of the freedom system myself. Your McFreedom <laughs> meal is ready, that'll be three freedoms.
0: <laughs> how, would you, would you like free, uh, how would you like how to pair with that? Freedom or freedoms?
2: Our language just got real simple. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> okay, um, if you enjoyed this uh, weird, weird uh, interview, <laughs> but I had a great time. Uh, yeah. Great inter- interview. Um, you can check us out at Living by the Law. We release episodes... Every two weeks. That's called fortnightly. Um, unless or by one, of, them, t- unless of, one of us
1: crashes our car.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my bad. No, yeah. It was <laughs> a little late. My bad. But um, <laughs> great experience. Um, yeah, you can check us out at uh, Living by Law on Facebook and at Twitter. Um, and if you want to contact, get in contact with us, check us on Facebook or send us an email. Um, more likely to respond to this on Facebook... Um, that's how we got, that's how we got into, um, into contact with Kane here. I can Sam, Kane. Sam Kane. God. Do you ever feel I blessed knocked.
2: with that last name? Because it's really cool. It's a cool last name. I feel blessed all the time, y'all. Yeah. Stay blessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Write nice.
1: an with you as well!
2: <laughs> yes, thank you, guy. Go. Off five stars!
1: Whatever stars! Whatever you think we deserve. We don't deserve many stars after this. We deserve at least Sam three, deserves maybe. five. We I deserve say, one. Th-
0: For Sam. Do it for Sam. Five stars on iTunes. Yeah. um, Tell us what eggs
1: you would bring into battle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what Mm. eggs Mm. you would bring. What are the most important eggs to bring to battle? Thank you. Um, And
1: if you don't bring bring an emu egg, you're wrong. If you think about it, turtles are just big shrapnel. (laughs) All right. That, um, that would
0: be. <laughs> but no, check us check us check, check us out on iTunes if you enjoyed us at all. It really does help out. And uh, if that's too much for you, literally just tell tell your next door neighbor. Tell your friends, tell everyone on the street. Yell out living by the law when you leave the house next time. Spread the word. And then also Absolutely. say Pilgrim Soul. And Pilgrim Soul. Spread the word. Live by law and Pilgrim Soul. sevcameradio.com podcast. Just yell it. What more do you need? You need a good yep. book, you need a good podcast. What more do you need? Exactly. Maybe some wine.
1: Oh, I could do it with some wine actually. We need sponsors. Mm-hmm. We literally we Hey, wine. side, side mm-hmm. tangent. One of our friends was is a viniculture person. Last night we were playing D&D on Zoom, his, his wine experiment just exploded <laughs> in the background and he had to disappear for like 10 minutes. It was the funniest thing on the planet. That was
0: amazing.
1: He was just sitting there here just like a <laughs> It's like, oh, anyway, oh sorry. Anyway, thank you s-
0: thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Have
1: a great day. Evening and goodbye. Or afternoon. And I, goodbye. Yes. Sam we never get these outros right can you give us some tips
2: we're terrible at outros what give us, on give earth us your best. are you supposed to say? What, what you want me to? It say doesn't right matter. Now. <laughs> right.
1: That's exactly. This what is I mean. it. Right. The, the music tracks out as we're just talking. What? Well, this is the music. This
2: is the music. I'm just relaxing well, to the music. If you How's enjoyed you? this podcast, uh, please sure be sure to subscribe to future podcasts. See, it just makes me sound like a weird smarmy like porn stash guy. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also
1: your voice is just silky smooth, Ooh, oh. so smooth. Why getting to write? Are you, who's doing the audiobook?
2: Are you? No. You should. God, I hope not. With my, I got the weirdest <laughs> accent, plus I got braces, so it just sounds like a weird lisp going on every once in a while. No.
1: <laughs> just give it, give it to Guy. Guy will do no, it. No, absolutely not. And this audiobook is brought
2: to you by Guy the Baby Eater.
1: No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the baby eater
2: I really hope that my sticks god. like you know how like there's like underlying inside <laughs> jokes in podcasts like I really hope that like eggs and baby eater just like sticks for this whole time <laughs> y'all have a podcast I don't know oh why Oh my god
3: okay
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Living by the Law If you enjoyed our podcast please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends The link is in the description and thank you in advance also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Living by the Law to keep updated on all the latest about our podcast. We have been and always will be
3: Living by the Law. Thank you for your company and good night.